on that Palomar Park, homie. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna pull up on you and pull up on you, pull up on you. Like, yeah. that's like how you expect to yeah. just be like, Looking up parts, I'm gonna just. Like, <laughs> Google ain't it? Yeah. yeah, Google, like Google Maps. Yeah, this park is the closest park I've ever been on the 405. Right, so then they're like, he's like, man, I'm like, bro. I said, we on. We on. Yo. Oh shit, we on. I was catching up on something. We in there. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Craig Facts, man. I got a special episode, man. Yes, sir. Man, I always man, I always talk about my childhood, man, the different influences I had. And you know, one of the major influences that stopped me from going down a crazy path. You know what I'm saying? It's in the building, man. Y'all give it up for Chili Chill, man, from the gospel gangsters, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. First jokes that I, I I ever wrote as a stand-up comedian, because you know I toured doing stand-up. Right, 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 right. Was about a gangster evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> right. And a lot of motherfuckers don't know it's based on my real life experience. They thought I was just making up a crazy character, but it was based on y'all, but it wasn't y'all, but it was based on y'all. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's just dope to have you here, man, because that 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 character is like world famous and shit. Like people you know what I'm saying? Right. That's a blessing. Yeah. That was one of the uh, sketches I did with you, didn't yeah, you, you, one of yours? Eugene, Eugene, the gangster evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga would do miracles, and if you disrespected him, he'd take him back. So, man, it's a blessing, man. Solo was going to come right before he passed. Rest in right. peace to Rest Solo Diasi, man. To the goat, man. That's Straight up. Boy, man. Straight up. That's one of the greatest rappers brother, of all time. Man, of all times. Like, I tell everybody, like, this dude was so... When it came to music, man, his work ethic was just off the chain because, you know, it was three of us. You got two Crips, you got a Blood, you got TikTok, you got Solo, you got me. And you got a group, so you only need three verses to each song. Right. This dude will write three verses to each song by himself. Right. So it was almost like he was writing a song to the song right. by himself, even though he got two people. Right. So, you know, this dude, he didn't have, like, no writer's block. It wasn't no... Yeah. You know, he had a formula to, like, you know, he had too much to say. Yeah. And then, you know, people say, man, well, how, do y'all, how did y'all do that without... Now I said, well, bro, you got to keep up with this dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look who I yeah. got to keep up with when you seen the work ethic. Man. Because when we first started, and the first album, a lot of people don't know, like Gang Affiliated, the first album, Solo wrote the first album. That's the one with testimony. Testimony. So the thing about it was, it's like I can always write and do my thing, but I was like lazy. You know, because I was a D-boy, you know. Yeah. Deep, but you know how we is. We ain't yeah. gonna pay for no car. We ain't gonna get the nails dirty. We ain't gonna, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We might shoot the strap with the pinky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Y'all know. So you, that sounded more like a P boy. You know what I'm saying? Little bitch. You know what I'm saying? Little bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because my pops, my pops, he was he was dad of pimping and gangster. But you know, the thing about it is, man, it's just. It's a, just a blessing to really, really be here, man. So when we first started, we started in Pomona, California. Yeah, wor- you feel Word of Harvest Worship, worship Church. Right. So, That's- you know, this dude, he didn't have writer's block, man. He used to, he used to, we used to, he used to gave me a formula to do. So it was like, I don't get writer's block. I have too much to say. That it's harder for me to, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting over here putting stuff together. 
yeah. you got these many bars. You know, even yeah. when you on, even when you write with somebody else, or you on, you like, yeah, I got, I want to say this, but then I got to yeah. say this. Yeah. And you got to pick. And he will always come to us and be like, you like this one? Bro, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. He'll come back like, what about this one? Like, that's dope too. What about this? And we got to the point after a while, like, bro, you don't got to rap nothing to us, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah drop your thing, do your thing, man. man you know what I'm saying? He used to come pick me up because when we start going there to that church, my parents had split up. They used to always break up and get back together. So moms went to that church because they had a female pastor, Pastor Carolyn Harrell, rest in peace. She was gangster than a motherfucker. Her daughter died too? Damn, I had no idea. Wow, rest in peace. When she passed? It's been a while too for both of Wow, I had no idea, hey, man. Hey, Craig, can you tell them who the gospel gangsters were and how significant they was to young church-going cats in the night? Man, well, if you if is. you was from L.A., if you grew up in L.A. gang culture, and you had a grandmother or mother that went to church a lot, you understood the gospel gangsters. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. A lot of motherfuckers wow. on the outside looking in, they don't they don't understand. How you gonna be a gangster for God? It don't make no sense. Yeah. Like, nah, nigga, a lot of gangsters is very spiritual. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't it ain't it ain't like for me the gospel gangsters represented so much because at the time my pops, you know what I'm saying, you know, who who was who is who he is, Smitty, pretty Smitty from Detroit City. Um, him and moms broke up, so he was out the house, and moms went to this church. I never forget the first time we went there. It was they had a Christmas program, like a like a play. A play, yeah. I remember that play. Yeah. So, we, so, so this is like ninety three, ninety two, ninety three, yeah. right? So I was, so I walk in. And this nigga on stage with a beautiful voice. <laughs> I'm talking about this nigga. I'm sitting there like this motherfucker. He's got to be a Grammy winner or something. It was TikTok. Right. This nigga singing in the play. Right. He's like, but singing though, not like no bullshit crewing. I'm talking about nigga, Sing. boys to men type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, who is this nigga? Is amazing. Did y'all? I think y'all performed too, or was in yeah, the play, yeah, right? We performed. So I didn't think nothing of it. Then we came back to church like the next Sunday. And I don't know if y'all performed or how I figured it out, but I think y'all did a song or something. I don't remember the exact sequence of events. And then that's when I got privy to the group. And then from then on, I was like, you know what I'm saying, intrigued. And like a couple Sundays went by and I, I tracked solo now. I was like, man, let me spit a freestyle for you. <laughs> and I had the same little, little freestyle. I remember bits and pieces of it, but... You know what I'm saying? It was something along, something along the lines of, uh, I got my khakis creased with my chucks. Uh, with, I, I forget the verse. You know what I'm saying? I, I like where it was going. I really get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going real 97. And I banged a little bit. Yeah. I right. banged a little bit. Like, right. blood, because I'm from Pasadena. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Watch in Pasadena, both places. I got tons of family in both places. And Solo kind of laughed at me. And he asked me, "Do I?" Do, he said, "Do you bang?" I said, "No, I don't bang." But where I grew up at, nigga, is blood yeah, and all day. Right, right, so that's right, just right. the lingo. But right, I don't right, bang. Right. And from then on, he always showed love to me and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know them being they my sister's age. Remember Maya? Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. So they my sister's age mm-hmm. and. Uh, and it was all young with kids, and you know what I'm saying. It just was a cra- It was like a family type man, of environment, I, man. I remember because see, when we when we started out there doing it, everything. You know, at first, we heard somebody like doing that type of music, like you know, like gospel, hip hop, yeah. whatever they called it. We was like, homie, we some real, 
Jeez, yeah. on the blizzard. We not. We can't do it like that. And then yeah. brother-in-law was like the brother-in-law. Email my sister. My sister Shawana's husband, Shawana husband was like, why don't y'all try to just like, you know, try to mix it up and flip it up. And then we went and mixed it. And how it started, we started doing Friday nights for the youth. Yeah, and then yeah. every Friday, it would start. It started getting people coming, and we would just do songs. We didn't know nothing about. We didn't. We wasn't tripping off getting a deal. We weren't tripping off of traveling. It was strictly because we were some knuckleheads, man. And we wanted to change our life. We wanted to see other young dudes because we seen yeah. what it was like, and we understand. Pew, right, right across from your face, and I'm ducking, yeah, and I'm yeah. shooting back, and they shooting back, and and I'm like, bro, y'all don't want to. Y'all don't want to do this. Y'all really don't know what y'all getting into. Right, right. So when we started, we would do songs for every Friday night just for the kids. And then after that, more of churches started calling Pastor Carolyn and started telling her, like, hey, yeah. it's Friday night. Wow, can I? Yeah. Bring my youth group over. Yeah. And then next thing you know, across the street, um, some Crips lived across the street. Gangs is over there, they, yeah. Yeah, they, they start coming over and just parking their lolos in the parking lot because the music was banging and it was loud. Yeah. And we would come out and they were like, what's up? Man, we like, oh. They were like, oh, oh. And then we would talk to them and minister to them. Next thing you know, they'll bring their little homies on Friday night. So yeah. it started getting packed with gangsters from the street and packed with church kids and it just grew and it grew and it grew and it grew. And then, you know, we first, the, when we um when we started getting serious about it, we was in Oceanside and my pants were sagging so hard, right? And we was busting and then they dropped. And when they dropped, I just, you know, you know how it is. I just grabbed them, pulled them back up. I ain't stopped nothing. You yeah. feel me? So yeah. after that, the dude walked up to us and was like, hey man, y'all got like a demo or something. We ain't never did no demo, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. And we wasn't, you know what I'm saying? We just wanted to minister. We yeah, just wanted yeah. to see the people, you know, see knuckleheads change their life for the better. Yeah. Then he we was like, nah. He was like, man, if y'all can get a lawyer to me and get something down, let's let's try to do something. And that's why, you know, everybody say, man, listen to my demo. We ain't never in our life ever did a demo before. Right. Can right. I tell the truth? Y'all was the first <laughs> gospel rap back that wasn't corny. Right. right. That's what it come down to. Because like I was raised in church and everything, and every, every time they would have some rap group come to your youth service, they'd be like, who these <laughs> niggas? So when the, I remember, I remember y'all came to our youth service like in 93, 94, somewhere around there. Right. And I remember it was a Friday, a Friday night uh, youth lock-in, and then y'all wasn't the first rap group that came, but usually it was, it was some other rap group, the nigga name was like, be pleasant and be we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. damn real homosexual <laughs> nigga. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Pleasant. So when y'all came, I'm sure my church was a lot like y'all churches around the country. It's a black neighborhoods. It's a lot of different gangster sets yeah, that right. come together in one church and niggas right. is just peaceful for Sunday and Wednesday night. Right. right. But y'all came and we were just expecting the worst. Like who these niggas? Yeah. And gospel gangsters high. And the motherfuckers, <laughs> these niggas started rapping and flowing, and all them old hood niggas, the niggas that still had Jerry Crows in '93. Right. You know, if you had a Jerry Crow in '93, you was a gangster, gangster. Yeah, for real. And the niggas that had Jerry Crows in '93 was still was like, oh shit, and y'all, y'all turned that motherfucker out, and y'all like, y'all was the real deal, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all gave people who was in church something to listen to that wasn't corny. Yeah, now that's, now that's real. Hey, like I remember being a kid, like you know what I'm saying. And, 
uh, like, you know, being at my Uncle Mac house. Shout out to Uncle Mac, you know what I mean? Mac. <laughs> Hello, Mac. So, uh, my mom, she's like, yo, your cousins, uh, Charles and uh, Chili, they coming to, uh, you know what I'm saying? They come back. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, you know what I mean? They've been on tour. I'm a kid yeah. at this point. So, like, them, like, like being family and seeing, like, tapes and vlogs before it's called vlogs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers, I'm at my uncle's house. These niggas up there showing me the video. Of them with some fucking like in the Bahamas, nigga, yeah. telling me that they do chop buys. And That's shit before like. or after y'all beat up Kurt Franklin. Oh, no, Gospel Gangsters was buzzing like any other group out of LA that went just that secular gospel music don't do what secular music does perception wise. Yeah. Right. But y'all name was buzzing like everybody else. Did y'all ever get approached to go secular? Um, a lot of times. Really? Yeah, a lot of times. Like this well well we, we was with a couple labels and well label and um at that time like you said Death Row was out. Corrupt used to come to the show sometime, him and him and his little bro would pop up because my management, we hooked up some type and we was all cool. So, you know, dudes was starting to say like, hey, I'll do a song with y'all, what's up? I'll right. do a song with y'all. Then me and um, Kim Norsworthy was our publicist and at that time she was E-40 publicist. So one time I'm in New York, I get this call on the phone and it's 40. What's happening, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> What's modulating? I'm like tripping out. I'm like really tripping out. Like I'm tripping out. Yeah. I'm trying to be cool. I'm tripping out because I'm like, because yeah. he wanted my, when I look at a rapper, I don't look at a rapper, just his skills. I look at everything, his life, his, everything about him, how solid do he stay in trouble. He keep his marbles going. He keep his paper. And 40 was like that. I was like, yeah, 40, that, he that guy because yeah. he, he do his thing. Right. And you don't hear about him in the papers. You don't, you know what I mean? He just do his thing. So when he called, he like, yeah, man, you know, let's get together. Let's do one for me. We do one for y'all. And I was like, okay, this, this. And we were talking there after that. The company we were with at the time was just like, they just let it slide. Mm. And I'm like, us, being from the street, we like, this is where we're supposed to be. How you going to let that slide? Because right, right, right. at that point, we was in the same spots where Snoop them was and Drake them was and, you know, <coughs> Ruck them was and all of that. And that's how... We got a chance to like meet Big C and, yeah. and all of them dudes because we was in the same circles. When you go to the Jack the Rapper, we performing at the Jack the Rapper or we there. Or, mm -hmm. You know, and then think about it, the story was real. Like, you know, you can't go to, like he said, you go to the neighborhood and, you know, niggas know me. It ain't like I'm a facade. Or I'm yeah, like, yeah. You, you want know, the nigga with the Bible, man. Yeah, you feel <laughs> me? They know me. Like, I got real little homies. I got yeah. real big homies. And I'm, yeah. I got, you feel me? I got real homies. It's a real thing. So, I think when we came in the industry, like people took hold to that because, like you said, it wasn't nothing corny. Yeah. It wasn't nothing like Man. if I go check this story out, the story don't check out. Right. You yeah. feel me? And my homie in the pen got life right now. You feel me? That's you feel me? So the stories check out. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. So and you know, like that's how it is in California. You know right. what I'm saying? Dude gonna pull a check on you. He gonna slide up and be like, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is yeah. the real show me state. Yeah, you feel me? Whatever you say, you are niggas gonna find out. Right. Right. Gonna gonna find out. Man. You can't be fake yeah. out here. Yeah, they gonna find out. So if you if you did if you did any dirt or didn't do any dirt, they'll tell you off the top. Before the internet. Yeah. Before the internet. Before the internet, nigga. That's when we was doing shows. When you either see us on the block or you see us ministering in the pen. 
Are you you feel me? Are you are you see us at a show? Are you gonna get that tape? It wasn't like you could just pop on the internet and see a dude like you know yeah. time. Yeah. These microwave rappers, you know, they they able to just press a button and be like, oh, yeah. I don't know if they story real, they lying or not. Yeah, you know, they just out there. For us, we had to grind through it. We, right. You know, and it was like that for every other act. If you didn't see. You know all the other dudes from Atlanta on this. You got to go to a show, or you had to. Buy In the nineties, you had to really be with your shit. Dudes is checking you everywhere. Definitely, they gonna check for you. Would you say that you had more? Uh, that you got more love from the Christian rappers, or would you say the secular side of it? Well, like, man, I, I'm gonna keep it real. I would say, I would say both. I was, I would say, I would say both because you know God is our foundation for our whole career. So, right. you know the people over there, yeah. But I have been through, we have been through that, that era, to where we go to a show and they picking it outside. You know, yeah. You know, gospel, hip hop, devil music. Yeah, you guys took some. Y'all took some bullets for us, but like yeah, all, I've been through all, that era before. Y'all took bullets for Kurt Franklin and everybody yeah, because that era before, for you to be at the front because you know, the church is conservative. So whenever someone in the church is doing something that's new, that's not whatever is established, mm-hmm. you take some real bullets from the motherfuckers you try to minister to, bro. We took and they bullets. your biggest enemy sometimes. We we, we we took bullets, bro. It it was but it was a blessing at the same time. There's this one cat who um who was a youth pastor. You know, he was a youth pastor. He was a white guy, and I think they told him to take. The pastor told him, "No, you take the youth to the." To the gospel gangster show, you take that youth to the, you know. And then he said, "Well, he had a CD." He said the devil told him that it was devil music to put it in the driveway and bag up over the CD. Wow. Was CDs. Yeah. But still, even though he did that, he still had to follow his pastor and take the kids to the mm. show. Right. So he went to the show, and the kids came to the show. And after he got the experience with God, I mean, it's a difference when you read the word. Yeah, we all could read it, but when you got an experience right. with God, it's different. Right. You feel me? Then reading it, anybody can read it. We can get a two-year-old kid to come here, a three-year-old kid to read it. But when you have an experience with God, it's just like totally different. Right. You feel me? So the kids came, the anointing field, they had an experience with the father, and it was just unbelievable. So then he walked up to Solomon and said, listen, bro, whatever somebody telling you not to do, <laughs> Don't listen to people like me. So he go to tell him the story about rolling it, yeah. rolling it, you know, crashing the CD and everything. He said, but I had to bring the kids here. And he said, with what y'all was talking about, even freed my life in a way. And one of the kids who came went back home and he was a devil worshiper. Right. Like his whole room was black. Yeah. And, um, you know, windows was black. And mm. he said that he was going to the Christian bookstore to mock the music, to grab it and, you know, take it back. <laughs> yeah. Mock it, wow. mock it right, right? right? So right. guess what? He go to the session, he he look at the music, he look it through it, he go to mock it, he pick up gospel gangsters. Right. He go back to his house, he go to mock it, right? Yeah. So people gang, he, he going to mock it and all of that, everything. He said, something different though. He started to wash, his mama told him to wash the dishes. And he said, when he started to wash the dishes, God told him that I'm gonna wash you up. I'm gonna clean you up just like these dishes. Right. You're not gonna be the evil kid that you are. You're not gonna be no devil worshiper kid. You're not right. gonna be. You're gonna change your life right now. Right. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna heal everything. Your family. Your this. And he said every time he would wash a dish. Yeah. God would tell him something different. 
that he gonna do for him. Yeah, right. So right. to me, when you talk about gospel music, like you said, you talk about gospel hip hop, you know, it kind of sends far, and you never know where it's at. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right, you right. Never know how That's far it's gonna go. Yeah. How far it's gonna take you, or how far that word goes. Yeah, straight. Question: up. Is there? Let me. Ask, this this might be an odd question, but is there competition in Christian rap? Meaning, like, you, like you know, hip hop, everybody want to be the best. Man, I'm a pro. <laughs> I'm Listen, bro, I ain't playing. I'm just saying, it better be. I mean, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, like, have you ever had anybody come up to you, like, <laughs> like a Lecrae, not Lecrae, but something like that? Nah, you know what I mean? Like, Charlie yeah. Caesar, I never tried to fight. <laughs> <laughs> We did a show and Shirley came off and she said, let me tell you young man something. Whatever they tell you not doing, you don't listen to them. You just listen to God and you keep going. I love your music. I love you. But to me though, bro, it should be some type of competition. Not saying that we hate each other or nothing. Right. Right. But, it, but, it, but it's still, man. You know, it's just good. like just like, just like when you talking about when, when Death Row was in there, like Snoop and them and all them was saying, like, when they was working on the Chronic album, when they was working on that, they just threw them in the, you know, whoever hungry. Yeah. Who got the dopest verses? Who ready to go? Let's get these songs and let's knock them out. Right. And what happened, it was just a lot of dope songs being knocked out. And we used to do the same thing. Let's get in here. Let's get this going. Let's get it going. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if anybody... You know, I ain't a freestylist dude, but you know, yeah, I do my thing. So let's go back to let's go back to childhood, man. How did you get into selling dope, man? Yeah, well, um, my dad. I met my dad when I was probably like about nine, ten, because uh, I'm originally from Louisiana. Family, all of our family from Louisiana, solo family. So, so when I came out here, my mom moved out here. My dad was in L.A. My dad had told my mom. My dad was pimping, selling dope and everything. He had told my mom when she got pregnant with me that um, I want to take you and then I want to take this other chick with me to California and then I'm going to get rich. You know, they say it's the it's the spot. Right. You feel me? Yeah. So, you know, my grandma, of course, is like, nah, that's not cracking. That's not happening. You're not going to take my daughter to no... California. Right. So Pops get the little other bristle and bounce. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Come up out here. So by the time I'm eight or nine, my mom, she moved to California. Right. Then we move we move on 40, 43rd and move. Right. First mm -hmm. when I first moved I heard we moved in Rose Cream. Right. I used to get chased by the essays. Right. Right. After that we moved to LA. And then when I met my dad when I was ten, he was like he came up, picked me up, he took me to Beverly Hills, and I'm like, he came up in this little old school limo. You feel me? Yeah. Took me up to Beverly Hills and Robinson where it was real quiet, clean, and you know, something like I'm a youngster. I see this on the movies, right? right. Then he then later on that night, we get on a bus. And I'm like, wait a minute, you got a roaster outside, you got two limos outside, you got wheels here. We get on a bus. We go back down Wilshire. We go back down Figueroa, all the way back down, right around the corner from my house. Knock on the door. All I hear, Ch -ch -ch. I can't believe this. I'm a kid. I'm like, you only see this on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? My pops turned out. You feel me? I'm there, boom. All of he said, this Prince. 
They open up the door. They open up the door, homie. You know how LA houses made. You know, yeah. small rooms, everything. Right. Yeah. So I'm in there. He sent me. He tell me to go in the room in the back. Guns on the cop. Ten minutes later, I come out. He opened up the door. From the bottom to the top. Weed. From the bottom to the top. Weed. Then he said, go back. I got some business to handle. Mm. Wait, hold on. I'm, I don't know. I'm, uh, y'all following this? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, what happened? So you, he took you to the house and what? He took me to the house. Told me to go, go in the back room. room. To his house? No, to one of his spots. Uh-huh. I didn't know my pops was like. Yeah. Was oh, the real man. Get out. Uh, yeah. 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 I didn't know he had homies. I didn't yeah. know he was rocking. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. I'm saying I'm only like eight, nine. So yeah. like, yeah. when you looking at this, it's like westerns on TV. You know what I mean? You know, like they talking guns. You, you know, yeah. you see the movie Shaft. You see, yeah. you feel me? So yeah. this like Shaft and all of that. You know, yeah. Superfly. That, that's what we seeing in our days. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so, right. so after that, right. he bring me out. He opened up the door, bottom to the top. Which was stretched back then, says, right, right. says, from the bottom to the top. He's like, oh, you see that? We rock. Boom, he shut the door, go in the back. We got some business in him. I'm like, all right. So, I come back out a little bit later, look in the kitchen, birds on the table. Right. He tell me, go in the kitchen. He said, meet my homeboy, such, 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 such. I'm like, okay, what's up? He's like, you ever seen that? I'm like, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he like, I'm telling you. This is how we rock. This is what we, this is. This is your dad. I'm not finna hide nothing from you. Just this and that. This is me. But he'll come down to that spot, and then he'll go tuck in the hills like. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I'm thinking like this is some real mafia, gangster. Mm-hmm. So then from there, when we grew up in LA a little bit, then we move out to Ontario. Out that. Out yeah. That way, Ontario. My dad started bringing me work. You feel me? <coughs> right. He would bring me word to the house. He taught me how to re-rock in the baby bottle first. Right. Then after he taught me how to re-rock in the baby bottle, then he took me to the kitchen. Taught me how to cook a whole cake. Right, you right. Feel me? Then after he took me how to cook a whole cake, then he started bringing me cakes. Right, right. Block. You right. feel me? Then he started, then that's how I started distributing. Right. Straight from my you still eight at the time or ten or what? Yeah, I was like ten. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like ten, eleven, he taught me how to Damn. cook. Damn. Then, then like when I'm just getting into my Bro teenage, man, yeah, when I'm getting to my teenage years, then he, we move on Ontario, you know what I'm saying? I go back to Louisiana for like three months, then I come back. When we come back, we hit L.A. real quick, then we move to Ontario. Ontario didn't really have nothing in it, like a lot of vines at first. What like, well, shit out there? Like right, that, so yeah. I'm like, mom, I'm like, mom, look what you take. Look, what I'm like, Ontario oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, I'm used to, like, you know, I'm used yeah. to, like, getting chased, you know. I'm used to, you know. That shit was yeah. a country, you man. Know, Cali- but you yeah. know California yeah. life in the yeah. city. Yeah. We getting chased. We doing all, you know. Yeah. We just having fun at kids, you know what I'm saying? But when I went out there, it got a little more serious for me because he started bringing me packs and he did start showing me the game. So we were 16, 17? Yeah, I was just only like 14, 14 yeah. I was in the game I was like yeah. in the games cause, cause the dudes couldn't get what I could what I could get there when we was that young right. you feel me the amount that I could get because he was coming to the city shooting it back to me Right. and they was like how you just yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying and they older than me they yeah. 21 already 25 right. yeah, 24 yeah. Yeah, and yeah. now they figure now these older dudes is figuring out that I can cook. Yeah, you yeah. You feel me? And then once they figured out I can cook, now they paying me to cook. Right. You feel me? So from different hoods, they like, oh, you know the little young little chili, bro. I brought that shit. <laughs> you feel yeah, me? Yeah, so they yeah. would be like, slide me, look, cook this for me, cook this for me, cook this for me. Yeah. So that's how I started, man, with my pops, bro. Really, 
my pop started me through the whole thing. He was stepping thing. on the bricks. Yeah, yeah, and my cousins and my cousins in the game, they was game banging already. In, right. right. So they used to take me to hood meets, you know, and then when you see the rivals getting into it, heads get busted, dudes get shot. So I, I was already a bad kid in, in New York anyway. So right. when I moved out here, I was it just grafted me right you into right the game. You fit right up in that motherfucker. Yeah, I, I, I fit right, right up in. So you grew up in the five dudes. Yeah, I grew, I, I grew up over there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, I, then I moved. I lived on 43rd and Hoover. I lived on 97 in Vermont. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I lived on Rosebury. Right I lived on Yeah, yeah. Right I used to go up there and shoot basketball. I used to go to Jesse on. Used to go to Jesse Owens Park. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, I'll be. Other than that, I'll be with. You know, I'll be with my stepbrother with pride in them. You know what I'm saying? Because my. A lot of people don't know having and prodigy from South Central Cartel. Them is his, as his brother. Yeah, so because yeah. my, my my um my mom and their dad was together every since we was like yeah kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my life and their life was I I, had a, I spent a lot of time with them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Question: Did you see money? Like, even though you was putting in that work, was you? Were you <laughs> noticing that you were getting paid, or was you? Well, I, I seen money when I was young. I was just, like for you. I was, yeah, like, for me, I just wasn't smart like yeah. a lot of us. Yeah. You know, what I mean? I, I'm out <laughs> here. You know, I'm out here for the love. You know, like they say, some dudes fall in love with the money, some dudes fall in love with the girls, some dudes fall in love with the action. I was in love with it all, so I was just, yeah. you know, I was out there because I, I was able to see life from two different perspectives: country life, right, and how the gangsters get down in the country. And then California life, our gangsters get out in California, yeah, right, city. Right, yeah. So I was, you know, and that, and I think a lot that I thank God I'm alive today because a lot of my homies is like knocked off or dudes that I know. Yeah. Just that little game from right. having yeah. that and then having mm -hmm. this helped me survive a little bit, you know. So I, I seen I seen some a lot of dope money, bro. I just wasn't smart with it. I'm buying homie stuff. I'm buying myself stuff. I'm yeah. buying cars. I'm buying dirt and, bikes. Yeah, ain't nobody sitting right, up telling right. me like. Hey man, you should stack none of that. Even my pops. And yeah. then, but when I did, I never went to jail for dope or to the pen. I go to jail for like tickets and stuff like that. And even when I would go to jail, my pops he wouldn't, he wouldn't he bail me true. out. He All wouldn't right. bail me he out or nothing. So that's and our separation was this when I started gang banging and everything. Right. That was me and my pop separation. So we talking about what, 84, 85? Yeah, all of that. All of that. So, so, yeah. so when you came back to Louisiana, back to L.A., Solo was already here or he was with yeah, you? Yeah, no, he was already here. He was okay. already here. I made him a high school. Okay. I made him fresh, like yeah. 13. You know, you going right, in, yeah. right into high school. And then he was like, this how me and him meet. I meet some girls at the school. They're like, where you from? I'm like, I'm from Louisiana in California. You know what I'm saying? And they like, oh, for real? I'm like, where's the office? You feel me? We in Ontario. I'm like, where's the office? They like this way. He's in Ontario in 84. Damn! That is a country guy. That ain't Louisiana guy. Check this out. We used to go, We used, every weekend we would come back to the city. You was a pioneer. We Look, every, every right. Pioneer <laughs> chicken, homie, and chocolate. You already know. Yes, sir. On Pico and all that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when me and Solo met, this is how we met. I go, the girls take me to the office. After they take me to the office, they take me to the quad. So when I come to the quad, it's everybody just, you know, oh, you know, you see dude banged out, banged out, this banged out. They come, they're like, oh, you know, this, this shaft, because my real name shaft, this shaft. You feel what I'm saying? And uh, they all, every, all the dudes look at me like, 
You know, give yeah. me that. I told they didn't really like me at first because they was like, "Where he from? Oh, he from Louisiana." You feel me? Yeah. And then, then they was like, "You from me?" I said, "Bro, I'm from Louisiana. I grew up in L.A. All that, so I know the lingo. What's popping? This, you know, we talking. So next thing you know, that solo slid up on side of me. It was like, "Hey, hey." He's like, "Hey, cuz." Like, well, he's like, "Cuz, cuz, you from, you from Louisiana for real?" I said, "Yeah, nigga." I'm from Louisiana, bro. What you talking about? Yeah. So we started talking punch and train beats, Delaware punch. We started naming spots, seven war, eight war, nine war, methamine project, bizarre yeah. project, all the way from the country to Hammond, to Tink Falk, to Independent. Yeah. You know, then he started saying like, bro, my people from Donaldsonville, all from down there, all from the and then that's when me and him clicked. Yeah. And everybody in the quad, all the dudes that he used to kick it with, was you know, he still kicked it with him, but me and him became like Aces. Like yeah. Aces oh, yeah. because all our families is from the same spot. Mm. And then some of our families start to know him. And mm. I've been around his family so long. I was one of them dudes who grow up who grew up without my own family. Yeah. I grew up with everybody else's family. Right. So I've been around his family so long, a lot of people right now in his family think like I'm really, really yeah. blood related, like for real. I just found this shit out while you were speaking that we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think her name was Shab, nigga. Because all the kids call me Uncle Chill. Everybody yeah. in the field yeah. call me Uncle Chill. Yeah, yeah. But my mama when solo mama Rosemary, she wake him up at two in the morning to wash the dishes. She wake me up at two in the morning to wash the dishes. Right. They never treated me no different but because see my dad was doing what he was doing. And my mom was a smoker. Right. You feel me? She was she was doing dope and, and everything like that. So I was really one of them dudes who was just raised by the homies in the neighborhood. Right. You know, right. that was my only wisdom, my pops and the homies in the neighborhood. You right. feel me? That's right. it. Right. So right. that's how I got into the game and got into dope and all of that. Bro. Right, right. That was my whole graph thing, you know? You know what's dope about what he's saying for the a quick little plug when y'all when y'all watch tomorrow uh you, when you have we're gonna see my dad and Craig's dad talk. They talk a lot about what was going on in the seventies. And then how it, the 70s uh, transitioned to 80s. Right. And what you're doing right now is basically filling in the gap. Because by the time they got to the 80s, they was a little a little bit removed from it. And you basically filling in that history. Yeah, man. It's, so it's, for y'all listening, man, look, this is a real life history lesson. Y'all yeah, need to go ahead and take notes. The, we come from the Shurnhead. The Shurnhead. The Shurnhead. That's what niggas was talking about, wasn't it? Oh, everything, bro. Watched. Listen, let me tell you, bro. <laughs> true story, bro. I'm going to tell you right it's now. Real, true, real I live on 43rd and over, bro. Right on the block, we lived in the Sherm apartments. Everybody in there, my house was the Sherm house. My mama had a boyfriend named Tony. This dude was so swole, homie. When I say swole, when he used to take a shower right in it, in the dent right here, mm -hmm. you know that dent right yeah. here? He used to say, hey, 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 chef, would you go uh, pass me a towel, young homie? You know, he had a little gold in my pass me a towel, young homie. I would see him lean over like this. And when he leaned over, the water, <laughs> yeah, other than that, it was puddles. <laughs> but this is the thing, though. My, my mom, our house was the Shermhead house. Like he cooked. That was his thing. He cooked. He cooked the work in there. Right. You feel me? So all the my, my one of my houses was the spot, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Man, oh wow. God, I used to That's sit crazy. there and listen. I used to sit there and listen to Uncle Jam's army, huh? Oh, <laughs> real wow. Louisiana, California. Hey, baby, hey, 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 I used to sit on the on the on the on the one tape, homie, on a Panasonic one speaker and press that Joker, bro, and record it. Yeah, Uncle yeah. Jam's army, homie. Oh and man. And then go outside and run up. 
Vermont and Fig with the homies. Uncle Jam Vernon, that, that's West Coast hip hop. Yeah, bro. Genesis. That's what right. I'm saying. I, 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 I grew up on that, bro. I was a real run, I was around in the real in that era. Right <laughs> Did there. you play football too, yeah, Solo? I played play football. So, so he I, the only look. He not bro. I saw dope. I was a gutter dude. Yeah. He was the only reason why I played football yeah. because I figured like, hey, if I play football, then it might help me like get off the streets a little bit. Yeah. And because I'm gonna keep it real, I was seeing like. Him do so much dirt and get away with it, and I was like, "This nigga do so much dirt, and then he get away with it." Hey, he played football. Everybody, like, he played, he played professional. Want to pick him up and everything. Yeah. I said, "This nigga do all that dirt, and he go play football, and he's really intelligent." So yeah. I used to be like, "Bro, this is the smartest gangster like I do." Right? Like, <laughs> you know, because me and him boys, like you know, because he would go to college and then he would come home and teach me words like. Big work because he knew that I wasn't gonna go. Right. It's cool. So he would come home and he would sit up and teach me stuff he learned in college, teach me stuff he learned in school because <laughs> I just wasn't gonna go, bro. I was stuck to them streets, bro. My, my, you know, like he had mom, like moms would be praying. You feel me? Like she would be praying sometime in the house, and we'll come in and I wouldn't know what she was doing, and the homies would be like, "Man, what's that upstairs? What you know? What's your mom?" He'd be like, "Ah, oh, man, my mama praying." You feel me? So his family was always solid. Like, all of their family was always solid. Mine was always shaky to me. You know, right. they had uncles. They had people you could go to, holler at. I didn't have none of that. You feel me? So my, my part of my life was always shaky. So I used to always hang in his house all the time. And then his mama took to me. His family took to me. They took me in, bro. And that's why me and him been friends. We been brothers, like, all the way to the, all the, way to the absence, bro. Man. And my nigga, and it's going to be like that forever. Like, I talk to his daughters every day, every other day. Yeah, yeah. the kids, I got them on tab. We, we Man. Like 10, you know, because I'm a real one, bro. That's how we going to do it. It's Straight like up. That forever, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking that's about. A real, that's, that's the real story of me and my niggas. Like, TikTok, when he came in, TikTok came in with Solo first. When I first met TikTok, when I first met TikTok, I didn't like him because he was a blood. Right, right. So when, when, when he was, when we used to be in church, I wouldn't sit by him. So like. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't take the offering bucket from me. I was fresh in. I wasn't like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was I didn't have no maturity. I was like. You know, I had just got born again. I'm fresh off the street. So when Solo tell me, like, hey, man, that's the homie Tick right there. You know, he born again, too. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Another gang born again. He said he was a blood. I started scooting over. <laughs> 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 look, look, look. And Solo started telling me, like, look, bro. Look, bro, it's different. Like, it's not, you know, it's not. You know, but where we come from, like you said, yeah. I'm not a B-Dog, but this is just how it goes. Right. Nigga, I done had shootouts. I done been knives at me, mm -hmm. squabbles while we in there. Nigga, the whole real deal, bro, real live gang banging. Not nothing, no joke. I, you know, feel me? Not not no jokesters, you feel right. me? So when they said, like, he was a dumb mood, nigga, I got flashbacks like, nigga. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Get me. And you know how it is in church or not. <laughs> we get after church, right? right? We go after church solo, like, we finna go kick it with Tink. I'm like, nah, you finna go. So he like, man, man, come on. I'm gonna tell you how it was. He said, come on. So we go to Tick house, right? We walk into his house, bro, in his apartment. You got the living room. You know them apartments where you gotta go behind the door to see everything now. You yeah. got the kitchen in here, the house over here, but this just the living room with one closet. Right. He walk in, he like, praise God, homie, yeah. He like, yeah, blood, I told you, praise God. <laughs> 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 listen, listen, this is exactly what he say. I told I told y'all, man, I was a real blood, bro. Praise God, blood, though. Look, look, 
and he slid back his closet and he showed me Straps. bro red no red penitents red shirts red 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 shoes red shoe strings red everything bro like and i was just like solo we gotta get out of here <laughs>
you know, we just put them on paper. Have you ever did music? Dope. Have you ever did music like outside of gospel like that? Won't hit the streets or anything like that? Like where y'all did it for yourselves? Like it was like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 for Rita Franklin, can y'all can no, too? No, shit. No. no, I'm gonna tell y'all something. We 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 had it. We had an underground album that we had like. <laughs> oh, I got to get that. I see you heard it a lot. See what I'm saying? Heard about it, yeah. You feel me? Because we were just like circulating through the family that the family here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it, it was, it was. We talked about that real, you know, that real gang money yeah, you know, on that other side of the coin. Y'all was on yeah. banging on wax. Yeah, but but we used to, we used to, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but you know, we used to just, we used to say this thing, you know, like not to be boastfully, but we used to say, man, whatever side we ride on, we gonna be hard. We it's gonna be hard for them. You feel me? And that's the only reason why we played around with it like that, because we was like, bro, you know, we'll tell dudes like. You talking all this negativity really about killing somebody, gunning somebody, which okay, we all been through that, but what you gonna do after that? And if you doing that, yeah. cause Dr. Dre ain't killing nobody. That right. nigga sitting up eating. Right. You know right, what right. I'm saying? So but you, you really out here trying to kill somebody, you don't know what you mean because you just heard Easy E say something, but Easy E was doing that. You know what I'm saying? You just trying to do this right now, bro. Right. You know what I mean? So you don't you really don't know that, so that's why we was like, boy, you dudes just don't know. If I get on this other side of the pen, I'm going to cut you raw. Yeah. <laughs> just like I cut you over here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and that's one thing we, one thing we, one thing we thought about when it comes to like, you say like, uh, like they call it today, face-based hip-hop. When it comes to that and it comes to dudes in the streets, you know what I'm saying? I, I got to come just as hard. And people used to say, well, how do you guys do these records yeah. and right. don't cuss in them? I said, when your, when your mind changes, your heart changes, easy That's to do point. that. You know right. what I'm saying? It's a difference to do that because now you know it's almost like hot and cold. Man, don't do that. Man. Even if you, and we not perfect, so even if you slipped and did that, don't do it over there. Right, you right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and that's why, like, anything we would ever do, I wouldn't. I don't want to make no decisions for nobody. Nobody make a, a decision on my mistake if I if I was dealing with something personal. That's like anybody. Right. A lot of us try to separate God from reality, and we can't. Right. Because when you get up in the morning, He give you your legs, your limbs to go get that job to go to work. That's reality. When you leave church, you're going to buy some food. That's reality. Right. He push you right back in there. He gave you that money to buy that food. Right. So it's like things don't change, and we try to separate God from the realities in our life, right. and we don't. And that's how we get people like you. Like, I love God for real. You feel me? I feel this way. You feel right. me? And then you can't, you know what I'm saying? Then what do you say to people like that? You yeah. can't just push them away or say, no, you're not what it is. Or no, God don't love you. Or no, you can't. Right. You know, and we, we, we all got to work out our soul salvation. You feel me? Criminal, bro. Definitely. definitely. Perfect, you feel me? That's why I can get in circles like this and I'm not sacrilegious or nothing. Right, yeah, right, right. Me? I can kick it with y'all. We can hang out. I don't got no problem with right. You feel me? That's who the father did. He hung out with the real people. Right, right, and right. He would rather hang out with the real people than the Sadducees. Yeah, talk about. So look, so so as far as independent hip hop go, because y'all was independent, y'all one of the most successful groups in any genre. Period on the independent level. Talk about you know maybe how many records y'all sold independently. Y'all the first label y'all was signed to. Some of the struggles. You know, like well, the, uh, the, the, the independently, bro. I don't even know how many records we did. So I never really charted. Well, I take the check. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the struggles. The struggles in the game was not knowing it. You know what I'm saying? When you get the, with these companies, no matter what company you were, the gospel company, uh, 
or regular company. I mean, they all companies, bro. It's all black and white jargon, you know. Right. If no matter what what type of music you in, if you don't know that game, then you're going to get done. And then you start learning the game, and then you start saying, okay, if I get done this way, this okay, but I ain't getting done that way. Right. You feel me? Until you come out the game of, and you start saying, well, you know what? I'm going to just do this for myself. I'm just tuck and grind and do this for myself. Even like a lot of stuff you guys do right now, all this new stuff. I'm a dinosaur. I'm, I'm learning this new stuff. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you got gospel gangster fans, and then you got fans that don't even know me. Right. You feel me? So I tell everybody, I'm a new booty out here with a sport to cut sharp. Right, right, right. So, you know, if yeah. we're doing music, we doing anything, just be ready, because I'm going to be yeah. ready. You know, and I tell all my youngsters that do faith-based music, like, I know I've been around a long time, but if I'm running beside you, I'm gonna cut just as sharp as you do. So right, right, right. right. You feel right, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's anybody. Yeah. Well, I get on the stage with anybody. It don't matter. It could yeah. be anybody. I'm gonna just do me and do what I do. Right. And then let everybody else. You know, you take, you judge after that. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Gospel gangster. Right, right. Has anybody ever like, you know what I mean? I know like in the music, like it's always somebody stealing or doing anything or robbery, you know, anybody ever like stole music from you? Like, nigga, that's our shit. No, yeah, yeah. Bro, that go on with everybody. Mm. If you dope, you know, that's like, you know, that's like shoes overseas. You know <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, no disrespect though, but that's like, you know, companies everywhere that'll take his idea right now. Right, man. And right. flip it over right now. Why? Because right. he's doing something. He's doing something grimy. If they can't get to it, you know, yeah. I done, I done seen dudes tell me overseas that because when we first started, um, they used to smuggle our stuff overseas to like China, to like Africa, to like this. So a lot of the dudes, when we actually meet them, they would come from Africa to, if we was in London to see the show. And when we meet them, they'd be like, well, I want to tell you, forgive me. I was like, forgive me, brother. I, I had the WCE and I. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, and I tell them, like, you know, it's cool. You know what I'm saying on trip because it's you know it's going way back in darkened villages where people don't even get music. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell y'all until the homie passed. When the homie passed, that's when I really seen like how far the music went because I started getting yeah. emails and texts and people hit me on the site like, bro, like I'm from Zimbabwe. I'm from here, and I'm like, you never know how far whatever you say, no matter if it's good or bad, who is gonna reach. And where it's gonna touch, yeah. who's gonna touch, and how far it's gonna reach. It's a dude. Now, I'll be good. Is is one of the biggest songs we had. Yeah, you oh, feel yeah. me? Which shouts out to Vicky Mac. She a genius when it comes to marketing. Um, but for us being street dudes, it was one of the lesser. Y'all made songs that before Jay Z. But it was one of the lesser mm -hmm. songs that we liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was one of the lesser songs that we liked. So I'm on the net the other day. And a dude hit me through IG. He said, Chili, I wanted to tell you, the beginning of this year just been so rough for me. I was thinking about ending it all. Like, just, you know, ending it all. Like, I was just gonna kill myself, just right. ending it all. He said, and I remember y'all came out with that song called I'll Be Good. And he said, for some reason, I put the song on. He said, when I put the song on, by the time I got to listen to it, I felt better than I listened to it again. I kept listening to it. He said, now I'm back. I don't know why the devil tried to kill me, get me to kill myself, but I, you know. Yeah. But he was like, it was a blessing that you made that song. Them many years ago, and they helped him bounce back right now. That's dope. You feel me? Man, let's talk about let's talk about the Kurt Franklin situation. How how did that fallout happen? Well, it wasn't really a it wasn't really a fallout. You know? Okay. You know, situation. Me and Kurt was cool. Kurt, yeah. Kurt wasn't the owner of the company. It wasn't ever 
really, really a super fallout is, you know, everybody, some deals go right, some deals don't go right. Right, right, right. And like now, like I even, even the stuff, because I used to be the hot head of the group, so even stuff like happened back in the day, man, I forgive everybody, I ain't even tripping. Yeah, it's all love. You know what I'm saying? But, but we went through struggles where people didn't want to pay us, you know. You go, you go to shows. They don't want to pay you. Yeah. Companies don't want to pay you. You got a whole click. You got a production deal. They still don't want to pay you. Yeah. You work a whole album, get an album done. They don't want to give you the check because of this, this, and that. So it was just, it was just really, man, contractual yeah. um, issues that we had. So it wasn't really a personal fallout. Y'all ever you know get any? Y'all ever get have any phase with fans? Fate. You have to fight. Yeah. yeah, no squabbles. No squabbles. Okay. Yeah, no squabbles. In most places we went, we went with no security because I got squabbles. Yeah. Ah. yeah. I, mean, I got you. Yeah. I'm your huckleberry. I ain't going to be boastful, bro. Like, you know, y'all squabbles, we come from all of them. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. You know, that was so. one of the things we didn't, you know, when we had security, we used to even be like, we got out. Yeah, right. We just, you know what I mean? We like, we paying these dudes for Cause I ain't yeah. feeling that nobody run up on me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be like, but you know, supposed to be like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were young, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, ain't nobody yeah. finna touch nothing over here. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And you know, we went through the time when East Coast, West Coast, we beefing. Man, all of that. Man, all of that. Bro. Yeah. So how? So, so talk about how uh, pivotal Pastor Carolyn was in you guys' career. How'd y'all hook up with her? How did that work out? Let me out? tell you, Pastor Carolyn was so pivotal in my life because she didn't. She didn't. Um, she didn't hold us down. You know, she was like, hey, if he gonna crib walk, let him crib walk right here. Right. If he gonna shout, let him shout right here. If he gonna sag his pants, let him sag his pants right here. Like, let him be who they gonna be. Right. And let God do what he's gonna do with them. Don't try to, like, don't try to, like, judge them. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So she didn't judge us or nothing. When we went on our first show, she took us on our first out of town. She took us to Georgia, to Montgomery, Alabama. No, Montgomery, Alabama. Oh, wow, wow. Montgomery, Alabama, bro. I never forget, bro. We was doing these churches. We was doing it. It was just a crazy. It was a crazy feeling, but we was really out there, and you know, pushing our gospel in the ghetto, bro. You right, know, really. Right. And, and for her to, she didn't want to open us up. I mean, gospel gangsters. <laughs> That nigga don't eat the grapes, he eat the stem. He's a stem eater. Somebody said that nigga show had to make his blood look like a bone. Too big. She's in our walk, bro, because she basically. Taught us how to read the word and showed us how God acts on it, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, she used to tell us the same mind that told you to go jack jack old boy down the street is the same mind that can put you get you out. So the same mind put you in it, yeah. the same mind can get you out. And that's a lot of stuff that always resonated with us. Yeah. So when we getting ready to make a decision because I tell people even in the gospel, like, look, like, you know, everybody got different temptations. You know what I'm saying? Gangsters and gangbangers, we got different temptations. You feel me? The dude that's a, a programmer, he might cuss everybody out. Right. But me, my money get low. I see you on the street. I'm coming up with the nine and taking it. Right. You get what I'm saying? So it's it's our temptations is different. So you know, that's I true. used to tell him, you know, for everybody it's different. So you can't just you ever you know, pull a jack when you was a, when you was an official gospel gangster. <laughs> <laughs> And 
ran up in Crystal Cathedral, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Carolyn was pivotal in my life in a few ways, right? She was the first, one of the first black women, but I'll just say people in general because she was, you know, bigger than, she was bigger than just, you know, being a woman. She was a, a leader, you know what yeah, I'm saying? She, she understood her worth, her value. I had never been around a motherfucker, excuse my language, that really knew they value, like pimping, like nigga, she knew what she was, what she was worth, and you had she to pay her. She knew who I was, bro. And she everything. knew God. And, and she knew I'd get the bread. And she had to pay her, nigga. Yeah. And I'll never forget this. I'm 11, 12. She threw a 50th birthday party. It was five hundred dollars a ticket. Damn! <laughs> it was five. It, it, nigga, everybody in the church went. You remember that? <laughs> it was five hundred dollars a ticket. Damn. We talking about the nineties. We talking about ninety four, ninety three, wow. nigga. Yeah. That's like fifteen hundred ticket now. Hell yeah, yeah. bros. And and five hundred. But she also she did some good deals as well. I remember, I remember, remember forget she gave away that Toyota Tracel. Remember she gave away she that. She gave brand. away the gold beans too. Man, she so, gave that away too. She, 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 she was. A, I don't know about that, but she. Was a, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm gonna tell y'all this. I'm gonna tell y'all this. She was a powerful woman of God, bro, and she was a great. She was a great leader, bro, and she showed us a lot. And a lot of people don't know the unfin gospel gang saying that. And the tenaciousness we had, all of it came from her, showing us how to do street meetings and showing us like this. And we weren't scared anyway. Right. So most places we would go and most states we would go, you know, where people would be like, oh, they shooting over there. We'd be like, okay, so tomorrow, what hood over there? Okay, tomorrow, take me over there. We'll just hit the block. I never forget yeah. being in Chicago. You know, you got the vice lords and the GD. You got the ones where the blue, the ones where the red. So we already see boys, so we... He just belling down the street, homie. We like, all right, I got on some blue painted pants, blue chucks, white shirt. We just belling down. We see him. We just start hollering at him. And they was like, y'all not from around here because we in Chicago. They seen the chucks. They seen the this. And by them seeing TV, remember, you know, boys in the hood, you got yeah. all that. Mm -hmm. Seeing TV, they like, bro. They like, homie, y'all not from around here. We like, no. Nah. So we immediately start hollering at him, telling him about God. We weren't up kicking it with them, praying for him in their basement. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And then coming back out, and then they was like, every time you come to this block, you good. You feel me? So yeah. you feel me? So what she taught us and the way God helped us, bro, it took us, it took us, it took us a far away, bro. Yeah, it took yeah. Us a far away that sometimes I can't even imagine. Like when y'all tell me, like, man, remember I was left. Right. Remember I was. That's crazy. Yeah. Somebody told me the other day, man, you know you've been around like almost thirty years, like thirty years. I'm shit, like, longer than yeah. that. Shit, shit, See what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 I graduated high school 20, 22 years ago. Right. Okay, yeah, so yeah. almost 30. 30 yeah. Cause yeah, because 93, 94. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 27, 28 years. Yeah, that's wild, yeah, man. bro. And, and you never think about it like I was like, man. We just put in the work. What made you, what gave you the ambition to start a clothing line? Because you're the first rapper I ever knew. I didn't want to start dope no more. Right. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I had to do, this. even like with the word today. What year you come out with the club? We're talking about 93? Yeah, probably like 92, 92. That was my first, that was my first try. Right. You know what I mean? That was my first charge. But um, I didn't want to sell dope. So it was like God was just showing me like different stuff that I can do. Mm -hmm. And I'm acting because I'm a good salesman. 
and not have to sell dope to do it. Right. And that's how I started. Just, I would just try anything. And I always been in high school, all that. I always wanted to wear my clothes different. I always wanted to have my own stuff. Didn't want to do my stuff like nobody else. You know what I'm saying? I, I sold dope, bro. Right. So in high school, I was seeing when, when Bally's first came out, the, the white dudes is going to London and all that with their families for, for the summer. I chip them off. Give them an X200. I want to be the first one with some Bally's. Right. Bring them back. You feel right. me? So I always been an innovator, like yeah. different type dude, just to do that, man. Because I understand it. I I look at everything like it was dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this a sack. Let me get it off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right now with with CampBayRepublic.com with my site, I'm building a store. So you feel me? I'm building a store, homie. It's, it's doubled up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's residual. We don't got no 401ks when you're a rapper. Right, you right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of dudes that get in this game in the beginning don't know that. They just want to shine, want to be a star, and don't have no paperwork right, nothing in place. You know what I'm saying? None of that. And then, like a lot of years for us, we didn't have stuff right. People was getting us and taking our money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That was one of the things, man. I always wanted to just make my own. And then I started seeing other people, and I was like, it ain't no way that I just, I can't do this right here. Right. You know, by myself. Like, And I used to tell Solo that for so many years. That's how I come before he passed. He was just working on his solo album because he's so a professionist. He like, I'm like, bro, do this. Like, he'll call me like, you gonna get on the song? I'm like, nah, that's your sack, homie. Right. Get that sack, dump that sack. I'll get on the next sack, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But for me, that's what it's about. It's about duplication at the end of the day. Man, right, you gotta right. have something, you gotta leave something for your kids, kids. Straight up. And I ain't rich, but I ain't trying to go out like no sucker, though. Right, you straight up. Where I'm out here and I'm a dad and I got kids and I got grandkids and I ain't doing nothing for them, you know what I'm saying? But I'm sitting on the block with the homies. Yeah. Just because you a dime or you a crib and ain't doing nothing with your life, man. Forget all of that, bro. God bigger than that. Even right. if you don't walk up in church, homie. Right, do right. Do something right about yourself. Get a right mind about yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Be, be, be a stand-up guy about yourself at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You do it for your, do it. If you don't do it for your kids, do it for yourself, bro. Right. You only work what you own at the end of the day. Right, you know right. Saying? We all know that. You know, no matter if you're in the gospel, you're in the sacred, or however y'all want to call it. At the end of the day, a man only work only work what he work when he pass, bro. Right. That's it. That's real talk. That's it, bro. You yeah. can leave nothing else in the world except that. Yeah. So no matter if you go to church or not, bro, at least be a stand-up guy. And we always try to put church out the way, but as soon as we get in trouble, oh my God, God, man, please. Right. Please, I'm about to do 10. Please don't let yeah. me give me 20. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So at least you know you acknowledge him. Why? Because you had to bring him into your reality, bro. Right, 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 you right. Know what I mean? So, you know, that's why I say, that's why I tell dudes, I don't, you know, dudes that don't go fully to church or all that, I don't down them or nothing, bro, because we all been in that same spot. We all been in that place. And we got choices until we make that choice. We're going to walk all the way in or stay right here or however we're going to do it. God gonna accept us for who we are. Right. It's up to Him to judge us for who we are, not me. What would you tell a young gospel artist um, going down your path? What's the best key to, for them to be successful? Learn the business. You know the Bible right says, "Gift comes without repentance." So that means all of you being a comedian, this is what we do right here, bro. This is a gift, bro. You you ain't gotta repent for that. You know what I'm saying? Learn the business though. But you gotta learn that iPod, that podcast business though. Right. You gotta get the name right. You gotta get this right. You got, you know, it's a business. Right. At the end right. of the day. Right. You feel me? So that's why I tell dudes like, because we thought when we first started, 
We rap. We just want everybody to go to church. We just want to rap. We don't care. We with a company, not with a company. Yeah, we're signed right here. It don't, you know, it don't matter. But we really, at the end of the day, really needed to know the business. Yeah. Because we already had the gift already to right. do. But you, you're a natural, funny dude. So you got that gift already. You got to know the business to go get the money. Mm. All of them tell you that. You feel yeah, me? And that's yeah, what it is yeah. for us at the end of the day. Right. We yeah. got to know the business in, in order for us to just drive. Right. Man. You you messing with cryptocurrency? Matter of fact, my, I just did a song with Lil Rascal, my boy Lil Rascal. Rascal, a rapper, Christian yeah, rapper. Yeah, yeah. Rascal, my boy, man, we about to do we about to do some big things together. He he into that heavy. Now this what I will tell you: a lot of dudes that's back come from our era, right? A lot of them dudes is into the crypto. Right. I mean, they getting paper. Like I yeah. mean, I, I found the whole section of them, and I was like. This where you been? Because, like, man, well, you know, I just stopped, bro. I started doing this. And one of them was just telling me the other day, like, you know, once I make 25 more thousand, I'm quitting my job. Mm -hmm. And he said, then after he said, I'll be the mid. I think he said he'll be the hit like 1.5 or a mil. He man. said, after that, he's not going to work no more. This is going to sustain him. So I've been thinking about getting into the crypto because mm -hmm. it's, it's a real deal. Now you got dudes on the net talking about, hey, man. I got a crypto manager. I don't know who that's about. Yeah, like yeah. put this money in the crypto and then we go flipping and bring it back. And I'm yeah. like, man, well, I don't know. You might be going to get a sack with that, bro. Man, man. I don't know what you doing with that. Man, so yeah, crypto is the new thing. You hear? Look at us in California. Huh? We got so, the crypto dome. Can we talk about the situation with TikTok? Yeah. Man, so what happened with the brother TikTok? A lot of people in the world is wondering, like, man, how did he get into this situation? Like, what, what's the story behind it? Man, you know what? I'm going to let, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll say a little something about it, but I'm going to yeah. let TikTok get on and tell his own story. Would you y'all be hearing from TikTok? Hell yeah. I'm going to plug him up on the show and have him come on the show. But, man, you know, it just, you know, like everybody, bro, we, uh, we, we California gangsters, and when you take that other places, some people don't get, take too lightly to that. Yeah, you know right, right, you know? right. When you make them bad decisions, no matter who we are, you know, they don't, they got to come back at you, man. You be with yourself, you know. Definitely. Bad decision that he made, you know, he wind up in the spot where he at. Yeah. So, you know, that is right there. Shout out to TikTok, man. Shout out to TikTok, homie. Shut Can't up. wait to interview you, man. Yeah, yeah man, for sure. You know, that's sure. wild stuff, man. You got any footage of any of them things from back in the day? Like any of them plays and stuff from the church? No, I don't got no. I don't want nothing. You want them. Man, I hate to laugh. You going to say something like that. I was going to say, you one break. Talking about they being thoughtful. Offering you Otto's grapes. I'm just being thoughtful. You got one more? Yeah, man. Even I'm good, man. Even like, like now, like one of my homies speaking, speaking of speaking of great, one of my homies from great. Um, That's we, 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 we used to kick with back in the day, you know, on some street. Like he had an accident. Well, he was he was like six something, you know what I'm saying? Big Ness. He had an accident where he was faded, and he went over the freeway, and his car he fell out the car, and the car landed on top of him. But he was so swole, his Ness kept him alive. Wow. Broke all of this and broke all of that. But he used to be a, he used to draw. You know what I'm saying? Draw a lot. Now he a full on animator, bro. Oh, oh wow. I'm talking oh, wow. about like self talk. Like oh wow. Self, when I say self when I say bro, this dude whore, he did my album cover too. Yeah. This dude I mean hard. Yeah, like yeah. He, I'm talking like he hard. And for him to be able to set up there 
pulled himself through this after all he been through, bro. If y'all ever need an animator, I need one all day, man. Cartoonist, bro, all that, bro. The boy off the chain, man. And right now, right now, I'm building a company. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. I'm building a company. What's the name of the album? The Sleeping John. Okay. So you can go to CampaignRepublic.com and get it straight from me. If you go to CampaignRepublic.com and get it straight from me. You get the you get a zip file a download, then you'll get a video of me and solo nobody never really seen. Yeah. And then you get a backstage footage of um, when we was making the um, video jig up. So what I wanna do like for the for the rest of me being here, every album I come out with, give somebody something extra, they come direct. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like right now, I got a little pop up shop called Chili Baby Sweet too. You know what I'm saying? I do sandwiches, fries and sweets. Is that right? Your boy ain't got to tumble for nothing. I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm putting that together right now. So working on a little cookbook. I got a show April 9th, man. Maybe I could uh, have you do the catering. You already know. Yeah, yeah. On a real deal. Let me know. Yeah, for sure. Right off in. Yeah, heck yeah, it's a Saturday. Yeah, a- April right. April 9th at Studio 54 in downtown LA, man. Okay. The tickets going to sell out fast. I know they're going to sell out fast. Studio yeah, 54, so. downtown LA, Craig Fax Live. What? Yeah, yeah. Craig Fax Live, man. Yeah. Hey. Okay, it's going down. Yeah, for sure. There's going to be man. women in there, man. We're going to have a table with a naked woman you can eat off of. Yeah, except for show. Show will eat everything. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> You look like a golden lord from the meteor man. (laughs) (laughs) Golden lord, that's fucking. You look like John Henry's son. John Henry, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. So, when you gonna come out, man, with a uh, with a comedy film? Man, well, I'm gonna shoot a stand-up uh, comedy special. So you know I rhyme too, right? I did that before because you know right, y'all influenced right. me. So right. I just I dropped my sixth album, and I'm about to drop my seventh album called The Chill Never Withers. It's based on you know Chill. I mean Bill Withers. I took okay. his moniker and turned it to Chill Withers. And after I drop that, I'm gonna drop a stand-up album too this year. So it'll be two albums. Dope, man. And, I can't uh, wait to see you in the movie, bro. Yeah, I can't wait to be in a few. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, man, I'm always gonna draw. I look at it like you, man. I mean, you one of the first young businessmen I ever, I ever met. Like that clothing line when 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 I bought that G style shirt, that green G style <laughs> shirt with the with the yellow and white line, that's some, that's one of them things I talk about. Like you know, you got it. You really you always understood it, man. And and and, and I appreciate you know what I'm saying even being around y'all. You know what I'm saying. I talk about y'all, man. man Anybody man, I appreciate this, man. Just being around y'all, like you know, just growing up and then see, like, look at my boy. Yeah, you know, yeah, hey, yeah, like, hell, you know, yeah, hell, yeah. You know, yeah. doing this thing because you could have been out there robbing and killing and shooting. Oh and man, in the pen. you could have made the wrong decisions, bro. Yeah, you know? it could have been all bad because I was on that path. Yeah, yeah. you funny as. Yeah, man, it's yeah. it's crazy. I, I don't even want to cuss in front of you. I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. Man, that's just <laughs> man, I remember that, man. I remember because I mean, all y'all was young. I remember your wife, your daughters. I yeah, remember right. Solo's uh, girl yeah, and his I got, daughter. I got, I got three grandkids now. Man, so my daughter got three kids. Wow. My son just turned. One of my sons just turned eighteen. My other daughter just turned seventeen. My oldest is thirty one. Yeah. Little children is twenty eight. What? Whatever. Okay. Whatever happened to? I I know this nigga was a killer. He used to work at the church. He was a, <laughs> he was a custodian. His name was Percy. Percy. Yeah. Percy. 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 Percy
Percy. Whatever happened to that man, dude, listen, man? Percy doing good, homie. Man, that's good. Look, Percy it, it, was the hustler of the hustlers. Was it? Yeah. Oh, that, that he doing good, man. He, he was always good. fresh. Short, nigga. bro. He's so short. short. Just, oh, I ain't my. never seen nobody wear sharper suits than that dude. He, 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 always clean, huh? Y'all ain't living all right. I you think know I, Percy, I think bro. I know him. You Percy, know Percy? Percy short, clean, always clean cut all the time. Yeah. He, always selling something. He sell, yeah, he sell yeah, clothes. Yeah, that nigga, he the one that had me on them lines when you vacuum the floor, cause he used to vacuum and clean the church, uh, nigga, and it would be pristine, nigga. The lines would just be nigga. One of my neighbors called me and told me he go to church all the time. I don't, you know, but uh, he told me one of his one of his buddies at church need to help with his car or something. I'm like, eh, it's my cool neighbor, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. So I go help him out. And it was, Percy. it was Percy. But I but I when I seen him then, I'm like, I know I seen him before somewhere, but he know my big bro too, so it was like right, yeah. it was crazy, man. Percy cool dude. It's, it's a small yeah, be hustling. Yeah, Percy. Percy was the hustler of the hustlers. Yeah, I know he was. Look, look, let me tell you, because yeah. I used to go down see, I used to go downtown mm -hmm. and I would buy watches, bells and all that. That's before, you know, it came it became a big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I used to get, Yeah, so Satchel, I used to go down there and get everything. I go hit up Pomona, Ontario, hit up the church, and Percy was like, Chili, where you get that stuff from? I was like, look, man, you know what Then he started going. He started coming back with his. He started hitting his people in his town. He just started doing it. He opened up the store after that. Did he? Yeah, he opened up the store in Pomona after that. I think he had a store for a little while. Wow, that's wild. Where'd you know him from, Craig? From the church. Oh. He was a custodian. His daughter or somebody just passed recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I remember because I used to, in this, go ahead. I was about to ask, like, when you go, like, how's the groupies, like, as far as, like, the gospel? Are they conservative? Are they conservative? Hey, man, groupies is groupies. You gotta explain it for sure. You gotta explain it for sure, because you don't get no girls at all. I'm gonna pray for your Try to stay away from that and don't group up, you know. Like, yeah, real talk. Mm -hmm. I done seen a couple dudes that do that. You get in the studio and then they want to holler at the girl that sing. And you know, no disrespect to the girl that sing, but you know, in the game, you know, you have certain sections. If you the boss, you the boss, you know. The mm -hmm. boss ain't going to sleep with his man unless he a fool and want to destroy his marriage. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. You know, why you gonna go sleep with the help, bro? She here to help this album. She here to make this dope. She here to make. Why you wanna go fool with her, bro? You a king, bro. You the they looking at you. Right, you know, right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying, bro? You don't go to God, bro. That's the Bible. Said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight bro? up, straight up. Why you want to come in here and destroy what she got going with God, what she got going on? And then once she fool with you, she don't want to sing no more. You remember that? Uh, you especially when we talk. Especially when we talk. Yeah, yeah, God yeah. Gonna, God going to convict her, break her down because she is... She were with God what she is. You feel what I'm right. saying? And if once that's been disturbed by something you're doing, 
then it's done. It's, it's all messed up. Yeah, now yeah. she got to go regroup herself. Mm-hmm. Right. Why you want to go have somebody regroup themselves? Go out there where nobody don't want to be regrouped at. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and do that with a regroup with a non regroupers at. Right. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you remember that <laughs> shit? Right on a week. You remember when Pastor Carolyn had that African dude come to the church? And she had a couple. The nigga you had. Talk about Vincent, he the host, The nigga had like yeah, a five-hour service, nigga, and yeah, he locked the doors until he got ten thousand. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Oh, oh, we had Bishop at the hotel in our church, too. Sorry, he the same person. Yeah, he died. He was a bomb pastor. Your boy from Bahamas. Oh, Bosmoro? Bosmoro. That boy. Yeah, he died, too. He was dope, though. Look, bro. We used to go to Bosmoro. We was ministering to dudes, bro. Like, you know, we got guns and everything. Right. We was ministering to dudes that had machetes in their hand. They was uh. coming bringing machetes to the altar, bro. They was doing chop by, bro. Yeah, Pat, you got this watch on? They passed by you with a car, you standing up? They grab it. Oh. 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 Take your whole hand with you, bro. Nah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. We was doing chop by, bro. No lie. We was going to men- bro, we was going to minister to the dudes that was yeah. really doing chop by. Like, these dudes would, would chop your body up, would chop you up. And every time we went over there and ministered, it was successful. And um, he would always tell us after it's over, like, okay, what, what, uh, you going home? What are you doing when you going home? You going to the studio? You going, where you going? You going? We were like, oh, no, we're going to take the week off. No, 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 why you take the week off here? Take the week off here. So yeah. he would, like, he would bless us, bro. Like, we will go over there. We had our own villas. And oh, wow. Our own maids and everything. He Benny Hollis need to go to the Bahamas and the food. <laughs> <laughs> chefs, man. Hey, man. Bahamas cracking bro. Oh, the, yeah. the first show we did in Bahamas It was on a boat Damn. And it was crazy because I'm going to tell you the difference between Kids in USA That praise God in church From the difference to people in other countries That praise God in church It's a whole different thing like, You don't have to You don't have to say oh, Son put your pants up Sit right Pay attention No nah, bro they own, bro. They own it. That they had, they had the boat so rocking, the boat was rocking. Right. We was like, hold on, we y'all gotta slow down a little bit. We want to can't do cause we, they in there rocking with the music, bro. Rocking. I mean, it's like full. Yeah. That was one of the best shows we did over there. Yeah. And then yeah. he would always set it up to where we could go and chill on the, you know, ride the jet skis and everything. I always had a, a good time. That's dope. That's dope, man. We're going to a quick ad, real quick, man. Coinbase, man. Y'all really into the cryptocurrency, man. If you buy, sell, or are interested in crypto, go to Coinbase.com, man. Uh, They got a $10 giveaway going on right now. All you got to do is buy anything. Just sign up for Coinbase at Coinbase.com, type in your ID, and you can find full terms on Coinbase. 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 Go to Coinbase.com, man. I made an extra five grand last year on uh, uh, last month on Coinbase trading crypto. It's a real thing, bro. Go to Coinbase.com, man. Get your very own account and start trading crypto. Right now. Go, yeah. Right Coinbase. now. Coinbase. Coinbase is the easiest place to buy, sell, earn, and learn cryptocurrency. All you got to do is go to Coinbase.com. You get a ten dollars. You get ten dollars worth of Bitcoin, and uh, you can start making some real money. That's dope. Coinbase. You got to put Coinbase. the effort forward, though. It ain't gonna come to you. Coinbase. You gotta put it in. Decentralized banking is big. It'll come to you. 
You you, you, you got to put that effort in, man. Um, yeah, check out Coinbase. We're going to go to a commercial. When we come forward, more Craig Facts. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Over to the mouth, man. Right, right, right. Oh, IMX is going right now. Hey, hey, Craig Facts is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know you hear us talk a lot about BetterHelp on the show, but today we'd like to help you clear up some of the stigmas concerning mental health. Some people think you gotta wait till life becomes unbearable before you go see a therapist. Wrong. Therapy is a tool you utilize before things get bad, and it can help you avoid life's lows. It's customized online therapy. You can do it through live chat, video, and on the phone. And you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than regular therapy and they can match you with a therapist within 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have chosen to use BetterHelp. This podcast was sponsored by BetterHelp.com. Uh, go to BetterHelp.com forward slash Craig and get 10% off your first month. Again, go to BetterHelp.com forward slash Craig and get 10% off your first month. We go to the gym daily to take care of our bodies. Why not talk to a therapist to take care of your mind? Better thinking, better living is all conditioned with the right habits and talking to the right people. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash Craig, get 10% off your first month and think positive thoughts. Are we back? Look, man, I had to do that interview with Chitty Chill, man. That's some childhood shit, man. So I appreciate y'all watching, man. Support what he got going on. Man, uh, we back in this bitch, man. It's crazy, man. You dress like you just came from the Ukraine. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It didn't work. <laughs> you need a grain to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> They got to go down to the local union. Who's on the side? Qualify to chassis him up. The chassis. Check that jacket from somebody named Stanislav. Stanislavski. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Fuck it. I'm gonna say. I guess they're doing roast this podcast that I used to be a host on right now while I'm doing my shit. Y'all niggas ain't slick, man. Yeah. Come on, man. What are we doing, man? Talk to him. How you gonna come out with a press release saying we gonna have comedians roasting and talking about politics and news and information? So you basically you said roasters is like y'all conceding that Craig won. Is that what y'all doing? Craig Facts. Are y'all conceding yeah. that Craig Facts won that you now been into what this brother's doing? What's going on? Wow. I don't know, man. Who, and then like on, on IG, I put hmm. I'm cool with all that. As long as Kevin stays, don't say nothing, he ain't got to worry about getting sl- the shit slapped out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep being a whole ass nigga. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Keep me and you, nigga. <laughs> I don't mind the cute shit, nigga. Nah, I'm just playing camo stage. You cool? I don't mind the cute shit, nigga. But when a nigga come for retribution, don't act like. Yeah. You know, I yeah. track down to hear more. We talk. We cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He cool. We we cool. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm a nigga, if you say something about me and I find out about it, I'm going to come find you. I'm not, I'm not going to try to fight you or do nothing physical. Right. But uh, man to man, I want, if a motherfucker got something to say against me or don't like me, it's just, it's just great to watch a nigga 
be too scared to tell you how you really feel. Right. right. Uh-huh. Well, Willie D told us a long time ago, man. Yeah. You well, got to be a hoe. Ho. <laughs> <laughs> be a hoe. No, Kev ain't doing nothing. I'm just, I'm cracking jokes. But uh, uh, said and all that digital, they straight, man. I fuck with them heavy, man. So. Shout out to the second string roasters. Right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You ever be around a motherfucker that don't fuck with you like that? Yeah. And you know they don't fuck with you? Uh-huh. And they try to act like they fuck with you? Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of the most funny, you know what I mean? When the last time you been around a motherfucker that don't really fuck with you, but they act like they fuck with you? I can't say around, but you know, did you run across people in passing. And mm-hmm. I remember running across a certain person. I'm not going to mention any names. We run across a certain person. They always, you know, we when we first started comedy, we was hella cool. Used to carpool and shit and everything. And then they, <laughs> when I see the motherfucker out in Murr Park or wherever it's at, hey yo man, I'm gonna get you down. Man, you want to do dad jokes? You want to do whoop de whoop whoop de whoop? I be like, yeah, for sure. Let me know. And then you know, boom, nothing. And then it'd be it'd be a certain post on IG to get a certain little bit of traction. Inbox, hey yeah man. And then nothing happened. Right. <laughs> and then every time you see that motherfucker, there's always an offer and an invite. Then what? Right. <laughs> nothing happened. No. It's like that sometimes. Yeah, it's nothing personal. Nothing personal. You just you see it for what it is, and after a certain point, it just becomes a you know you know people at the end of the day, people only live in their own reality. The last thing you need to do as a human being is take you and fault yourself. For somebody else living their reality. Somebody said Kevin on stage is a wise correct. Kevin on stage to tell yourself I'll beat the dog shit. <laughs> so it's not even, I ain't got no issue with that nigga, but he don't have a shot, my nigga. <laughs> he, he, he meant do your laundry, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> He'll wash your t shirts, man. It, it won't so, stain them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you, can't, you can't let other people's reality get you off your game. Look, uh, man. I mean, they live in their own reality. Suckers will be suckers, bitches will be bitches. And bosses will be bosses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all it is to it, man. The mm-hmm. thing that that the, the niggas that that niggas that get zero love from me are niggas who try to stop other black men from eating. Yeah. Wow. If you try to stop somebody from eating or purposely say something to stop an opportunity for somebody because they don't see things the way you see them, right. you're a bitch. Yeah. And if you take it a step further and try to be cool with the nigga that you're hating on. When the nigga find out, I hope he dog walk you. <laughs> I hope he dog walk. I hope he dog walk. It's, it's no reason to be out here competing with people. There's room for everybody. Right. The thing that gets me about niggas is when they can't figure out their lane, they think your lane is their lane. Right. It's like, nah, nigga, go through the struggle of figuring yourself out. You're not going to be able to take what's mine from me. Because right. yeah. what I got ain't tangible. It's in my brain. Right. Unless you can come up with a brain surgery and take my head and put it in your head. But that probably ain't going to happen. Right. <laughs> so figure it out, nigga. Right. Stop, you know, figure out who you are, what you're trying to do. And, and fuck with it until the people fuck with you. But all the bullshit politicking and and trying to be trying to be the person, the point man that people talk to. You know what I'm saying? And you, you know how them niggas try to act like they know everybody. What are you talking to me? I, I tell Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell Todd. No, nigga, get the fuck out the way. Right. Right. Yeah. Fuck out the way. You know. You, you, you like everybody got a talent that the world needs. And if you chase it behind someone's talent, trying to do what they do, 
That means the world is missing the critical components of what it needs. So find yourself and then express your talent. No matter how weird it may find, it may sound, it may feel, that might be the thing that unlock you into your higher self. So yeah. do your own thing, man. Like be proud of yourself and love yourself. Love yourself. And if you ever hear me speaking about somebody, I, it's because I know something. I may not tell you what it is, right? But I know something, mm -hmm. and I'll never put it out there. You know what I'm saying? But if you hear me speaking in any ill way about any motherfuckers, because I know something. And what I know is, you know what I'm saying, is it's something that most niggas wouldn't be able to handle. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So just know that if you ever hear me talking, I, I, but I'm just the type of nigga, I can keep certain shit to myself. But it's, if you hear me talking about certain niggas, it's because I know something. Just know that. I know your cheeks match on beanie. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I know you just like the one of the Russians off of Golden Eye. Yeah. <laughs> I know you was rushing to get dressed, but <laughs> I know something, nigga. When you know something, it's a different confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't tell me. You know how you realize a motherfucker's been telling you anything for a minute? Right. I mean, you got a kind of feeling that, okay, this motherfucker just talking. Right. But when you get the confirmation, it's like, this motherfucker, I could just, right. nigga, I could take your tap dance shoes off right, right now. now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I know something, you all ass nigga. Make, make a line right in your face, man. Hey, right. And hey, look, man, everybody lie. Yeah. Nigga, if, but you can lie with body language. Yeah. That easy. Niggas act like lying is just verbal. If you tell me something and your actions don't match it, you're lying. Hey, I'm like, look, look, look. Fuck all this shit. I'm <laughs> Fuck all this. This nigga Craig, some in the paint ties, somebody be bullshitting him right in front. This nigga just start laughing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it be a certain company they be talking that shit. This nigga, this nigga Craig just be like. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to be disrespectful. That should be, hey, Craig, that, uh, should, hey, that should be funny as hell, yeah. dog. I gotta love this spirit. I think sometimes niggas see me and be like, I can tell this nigga whatever I want. Yeah. 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 You're not a special yeah. ops crit. <laughs> What that means. Yeah, what that means. I got. I'm a government clearance crew. Yeah, right. I'm a Navy SEAL. Crew. It's licensed. Yeah, right. So I mean, I, I got put on on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Motherfucker threw me overboard. Said if you make it back to the shore, you cripping. <laughs> <laughs> niggas that hit me with niggas are pretty shit. Niggas that hit me with some Godzilla. What's the most Godzilla lie you ever been hit with? Where you like this nigga must really think. <laughs> Man. Can't uh, think of that. Well, they, they said they was gonna put me on roast me. Oh, so that was pretty Godzilla. That didn't happen. That nigga uh, stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who said they was gonna put you on there? Patrick. He uh, said, you know, I'm Craig's brother. You know what I'm saying? He didn't say he was my brother. You said you said I was your brother when I came oh, down there yeah, that first. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, I seen him again. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Craig's brother. But, but Send me the email. I got you. You'll be on. Cool. They started laughing as soon as Craig told that lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Patrick cool, man. Shout out to Patrick. Yeah, Patrick cool. Yeah. Uh, 
I've been here with some Godzilla lives, man. Man, Godzilla lives. Nigga, I'm talking about... My dad told me he was going to the gas station. <laughs> uh, nigga, 20 years ago. <laughs> that nigga, he came back, my nigga. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, months later? No, not months, but like, you know what I'm saying? Years? No, not years, no. my nigga, but. You, you cried, know, though. Yeah, it, it wasn't 20 minutes. I was a, kid, yeah, I was a fucking kid, bro. You know, the little lies, nigga? He'd be like, all right, the gas station don't take this fucking long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. This is real <laughs> shit. Standing out the door like. <laughs> 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 we don't know the owners gave his daddy away. That is true though. One of the times Peg laughed. We I got I got told by the same person that told me he was a Navy SEAL that he was also a sniper. In a different conversation, and I'm like, "Do you remember? You told me you was a Navy SEAL two weeks ago, uh, no. <laughs> and now you was a sniper." Right. That I was thing. like, "A nigga son, I'm the quarterback and the receiver." <laughs> <laughs> a nigga, you didn't just tell me you throw the ball. Now you catching too. Uh, nigga. Godzilla, man. Godzilla. God, like you said, I remember a nigga try to play hit me with some bras. And tell me the you story, with man. Some <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't want to hear this. This is close. I get some bitches, man. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Nigga telling me the story. Yeah, I told her this, and then she said that. I'm just sitting there because I'm like, bro, it's right there. It was on speakerphone. <laughs> so speakerphone, my nigga. You gonna lie to me, man? But you just kick back and let a motherfucker tell you whatever they gonna tell you. You man. know what I'm saying? Godzilla, man. Man, I had yeah, I had a broad try to do that shit too. Damn, broad nigga. This broad, I ain't gonna say her. <laughs> She's a cold uh, whore. <laughs> what she say, Blazing fuck me. He just came over and played cards. <laughs> I know that nigga. That was crazy. I know man. that nigga. He ain't complaining. You know, bitches that ain't shit always try to <laughs> twist it like motherfuckers care about them that don't give a fuck about them. Oh my God. Bitch, if I ain't fucked you in two, three years, you might as well be dead. Bitch, I don't give a you fuck about you. <laughs> Eat poison and die, bitch. Nigga, two, three years. You a good nigga. Two, three months. If I ain't seen that pussy in two, three months. die, bitch. It ain't mine. You think I give a fuck about anything you're doing? I think with the chicks sometimes, certain chicks have trouble distinguishing that there are men who can separate business from their pussy. So sometimes chicks who you used to fuck Think they have power. They think that they think that the pussy is more powerful than it really is. So if you try to do business with a chick you used to fuck, sometimes lines get blurred and they just they take liberties. And sometimes they fuck themselves out of good opportunities because they Man. think their pussy is more powerful than it actually is. That's actually called drawback pussy. Right. I can fuck you and then no longer want to fuck you and just try to be your friend. Right. right. I don't need. Then you understand what I'm saying? Like I don't yeah. have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So this bitch lied to herself, and I knew she was lying to herself. Oh, fun ball. Oh, oh shit. I to hit the other. Motherfucker. I knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> he said, Don't worry, crack, crack, crack. Know the bitch lying, huh? Just hold on tight. We'll be right back. Watch your nose, nigga. <laughs> watch my nose. <laughs> <laughs> nose knocking over everything. Tuck it in, What you got for us, Todd? Oh, man. What I got for y'all today, man. Sports, man. Sports is funny sometimes, man. Yeah, it is. Coach K, man. One of the most uh, decorated college coaches of all time. Played his final game in front of Duke. He played? I mean, he coached. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fire. That's how you go out. I need some futuristic joints like you got. <laughs> <laughs> the LeVar Burtons. But, um. He coached his final game in front of the Duke fans. And his biggest rival, North Carolina, came through and blew him out. In front of the fans, so bad that he had to apologize to the fans in front of, on his last day. So that's good. Yeah, I'm glad he got that's whooped good. on like that in front of his his home crowd. That's good. Fuck dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to North Carolina for getting that. I know my wife watching. I'm not. You know, that's that's where she graduated from. But fuck Duke, goddammit. Yeah. She used to talk about going to Duke, how how terrible that goddamn school was. Really? Yeah. She hated that school. She's really smart. That's a hard school to get into. Yeah, she hated that school. Like, but but she still for some reason like that sorry ass team. But Shoseski, that motherfucker ran Duke. Like he, mm-hmm. that, like Shoseski's like Duke guy. That's so for them to lose at home like that. Yes, white people went home crying last night. Yes, that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna hurt him for a while. That's gonna burn because that's his rival too, that's right? His yeah. rival's the last game ever. You get blown out by your rival. Yes. Yeah. take that, nigga. Go home, Coach K. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fucked up, bro. That's gonna burn. Yeah, okay. it's gonna burn. So it all depends on how they finish the tournament. If they finish, you know, good in the tournament. That that game don't matter. Now you lose to a rival. But no, losing to North Carolina at home again. No, that like because he hates like them motherfuckers really hate each other. Are both it's like losing a, a tussle, they, losing a tussle. Saying, your last game. But if it's not his last game, they, they still go to the tournament, right? This is no, this is no, last home game. Losing, last time coaching in front of rival. I understand. And that. they suck. And they oh, they're not going to the tournament. Like North Carolina, not, they're not the traditional good. They're like a bad team this year for them. Oh, okay. And Duke is good, so like. Y'all lost to a bad North Carolina team yeah. and a nigga named Hubert. So <laughs> <laughs> Hubert Davis, the coach. You know what I mean? Oh, lost yeah. to a nigga named Hubert. I must sell it out to Hubert after to get that. Job. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Hubert. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying he wouldn't even be who I would think would be. You know what I mean? We need a hundred more likes, y'all. Hit the like button. We need a hundred more likes, buddies, man. For real, smash the like yeah. button. Yeah. Uh, but Coach Rusevsky had a great career, man. Yeah, he did. One of the best recruiters of all time. Yeah. Uh, you got to give him props. Shout out to Coach K. Yeah, shout out to him. He didn't recruit me, so he didn't really know what he was doing in that. <laughs> <laughs> like, to get recruited by Duke, you had to be special. And you yeah. had to have A's and shit, too. They didn't mm-hmm. really recruit niggas that was with the 2.0s like that. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, what's funny, though? Like, how he's Coach K, right? But his name is Coach Rusevsky. What if you apply the pronunciation of the sh in the K on other K words? Right. What does that sound like? Shushi? Shrek. Shushi? Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. Like, Shushi? What the fuck are you talking about, Otto? <laughs> Shushi. <laughs> Shushi? Motherfucker hit a rock on break. <laughs> 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 that nigga, that, <laughs> that, yeah. 
nigga took an opioid. That nigga look like he ain't finna say some real profound shit. Y'all niggas be like, 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 y'all niggas <laughs> Linguistic. The study of words. Yeah. Go ahead. What was the other? All right, man. So, uh, Kyrie, man. Kyrie, man. Let me talk about Kyrie, man. Kyrie, he got booed in front of this by the Celtics. You know, he was playing in front of the Celtics with the Nets. They booed him, and he said, uh, you know. It's like a scoring girlfriend who just wants an explanation on why I left. <laughs> Still hoping for a text back. It was fun while it lasted. That shit's funny as hell, Kyrie. Yeah, so shout out Boston. to you, man. Fuck Boston. Fuck you Boston. Know? Y'all mad because he chose to leave y'all sorry asses. Fuck y'all. Get over it. And then, um... He scored 50 tonight. That's yeah, it. That's Kyrie, yeah, there we go. Shout out, to, shout out to Kyrie. I mean, playing half a season, he should score 50 every game. Right? He only played home games or away games. They play half I mean, a he season. should have the energy to yeah, be balling yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Right there. Damn, Kyrie. A 50 ball? That's dope. Mm-hmm. Well, you still ain't better than James Harden, but that's... <laughs> James Harden is much better than Kyrie Irving. James Harden I does not that. get the respect he deserves, man. This motherfucker, do you know he just passed? Like, or I don't know if he just passed. If he passed it yet, but I know he, as of a couple of days ago, he's with, the, with like five three-pointers of Reggie Miller. Right. And like oh, yeah, 466 less games. Yeah, yeah, he got, he's up. Really? Yeah. 466 less games. Yeah, he's fourth overall, I think. I think it's Steph, Ray Allen, Re- Reggie yeah. Miller, and then uh, James yeah, Harden. James Harden. Three pointers. Oh, that's a beautiful yeah, thing. Crazy. Yeah. And he, he brought in that, that step back side step. Yeah. Because back in the day, back before 2010, it was just a step back. That's comparable. He brought that step into the side. Man, that's a whole. He revolutionized basketball. That's that comparable point. to the sky hook. What'd you say? Oh, yeah. And like yeah. Dirk yeah. Jones, you, you can't stop it's it. Chess, yeah. That's why it's so many three-point play, like four-point plays now. Because right. The, the minute you do that sidestep, the, the closeout is going to be into your body. Yeah. Is he better than D-Wade? Who? James Harden. James Harden? No, he doesn't. No. Or Kyrie? No. Who I love D-Wade. Kyrie. Is James Harden better than D-Wade? No. 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 Better shooter. Um, uh, no, he's not better so. than D Wade. He might be. He might be. D Wade is a multi-time champion. We talking about that guy doing one. better. Nice. Better. D Wade was D Wade was on a, on a Kobe. If you if you name the best shooting guards, D Wade's the third best one. Right. Yeah. Kobe, yeah. Jordan, Wade. I wouldn't call him. Yep. I don't know. D Wade's number three. D Wade's not better than Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. But overall, don't way better I think Harden. <laughs> if D Wade woke up and was playing like Kai Drexler, he would retire. I think Harden can uh, pass better and rebound better than than uh, D Wade. Dribble better, shoot better, dribble better, better score, better offensive. Offensively, I think he's better than D Wade. Better passer. You guys remember LeBron came. But offensively, I don't know if we've seen nothing like James Harden before. Dude, here, here's the like, difference. I think he overall, get buckets the, James Harden has more, has more games than Dwayne Wade did, but Dwayne Wade has more reliable game. When, right. when I say reliable game, when it comes time to win the game, when it comes time to close the game, you put Dwayne at mid post, 15 feet on the box, is like, nothing you can do. And he was more consistent when it came to closing out games. Than Harden was. I think Harden does have more all around. Mm-hmm. But if I'm looking at if I'm looking at somebody that's gonna win and close the game out, with all the game Harden's got, 
Yeah. When it comes time to win, yeah. you put Dwayne Wade on that box, the you game win. is won. You win championships. Yeah, yeah, with like, like, real quick, you can be really good at like individual skills, like James Harden is, but D Wade's a more impactful player. Fuck right? like, you're gonna yeah, fucking win with yeah. D Wade. You win rings the with D Wade. Is different. You might. I you might you. No, you don't. Yeah, right? you do. D, you win rings with D Wade when he has another superstar. Well, that's what everybody. Shaq. No, it's not whatever. Yeah, it's just Kobe. Shaq. Yeah. Shaq, he's one with Shaq. Elijah Moore. Yeah. And, 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 Thomas, right? huh? and Isaiah Thomas. And Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Because Jumar really was not a superstar. He was not a he's superstar. He's a good defender, but yeah. he, uh, scoring-wise, nah. Yeah, Isaiah. Niggas get stuck on these players, man. It's, it's obvious that Harding is better than Harding. Harding has you a know, better game. LeBron but, went to D-Wade's team Yeah. in Miami. He didn't go to James Harden and, hey, let's team up and I can win with you. He no. looked at D-Wade and said, yo, if I get with this motherfucker here, and Chris Bosh, I can do something. It's because they're no, they the same player, bro. No, it's because LeBron. it was Miami, not Oklahoma City. <laughs> no. Yeah. That too. They came to his team. They went to that Miami. That too. Not Oklahoma City. If D-Wade was on Oklahoma City, he would have took his ass to Oklahoma City because Oklahoma City no. and Cleveland was, overall, was the difference. Overall, overall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland. I'm going to take Harden overall, but when they, when they come back to win, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean towards the players that win. When the game is and in the line. Wade is going to win. win. Like, Wade, Wade, when he's on that box, you, like he's going to win. Right, and that's the, to me that's the difference. But I'm with you on the other end. Like shit, Harden does have more all around oh, yeah, game. That's what I'm saying. So it come down oh, to what you want. Right, I agree, man. Harding is a better player. Man, I'm sorry, my wife watching. I'm sorry, Asia. I, I don't mean fuck Duke, but yeah. Fuck <laughs> what you got for a show? <laughs> so uh, what we got, man? We got um, um, what's the motherfuckers called? Joe, uh, Joe Button and uh, Joe Ortiz. But um yeah, so man, uh you know that was basically uh from what I seen, I seen a short clip of it. He was basically talking about, yo, check out my album till basically I, I guess from what I seen he was talking about pr- promoter's album on his podcast or something like that, from what I took from it. And then Joe said, I'm not, I guess he was like, no, I'm not listening to it. And then from there, Joe's telling me, yo, suck my dick. I ain't listening to it. Oh, wait, who said it again? Oh, yeah. Joe New York's said, And they both Slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah. This, was this after the Slaughterhouse? Uh, this is recent. But did this happen before? Yeah, so it happened after they was releasing the Slaughterhouse yeah. album or whatever? I didn't even know they had a new album coming out, to be honest Crooked with you. Eye, Crooked Eye and Crooked Joe signed a deal without... Without the other two. Yeah. Oh. oh Crooked yeah. Eye. Yeah. Tell people what he said. Repeat that. No, but, but Crooked Eye had been chasing them around for 10 years. Yeah. Right. Trying yeah. to lock in a deal so they could do another album. And Joe Button wasn't with it. And, Joe Button wasn't with it. And we all know how narcissistic Royce the Five Nine yeah. is. This is one of the greatest groups of all time. They could never really put yeah. it together. Right. I hate to see these brothers beefing, man. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, you can't wait. How long are you supposed to wait on Joe Buttons? Right. Two more right. years. Well, I mean, wouldn't that create, wouldn't that, since these two are doing their thing, wouldn't the other two, like, collaborate and try to put something together? Oh, no, they might got too much love, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I know it's hip-hop. I, th- I think Joel and Joe Button will get the, fa- the, head, the head up before the two, on, you know what I mean, before the two-on-two. Two, you know what I mean? But Royce, man, Royce and Joe, that's a, that's a fire-ass team, bro. Them niggas. All them, the, all them niggas is dope, especially collectively though. Like Slaughterhouse yeah, albums, yeah, yeah. Slaughterhouse albums fire, bro. Like the yeah. uh, ones in the past or whatever, bro. Them albums is fire, like lyrically, bore. You know what I'm saying? They mature. They ain't talk about no 
weirdo shit. You know what I'm saying? They like really, if you like come from that era, like where niggas is really talking about shit and like really like killing shit. I think Quote, Slaughterhouse Quote, album. Is Quote, good. Come here, some, some Slaughterhouse bar. I heard a Slaughterhouse, <laughs> Slaughterhouse album in a while, nigga. So, but you know what I mean? I, I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you, but mm -hmm. nigga, when I'm in that moment, I'm like, all right, I listen to it. You know, so much music come out that you don't get, it's not like the 90s where you listen to an album for a whole month no more, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like music is always dropping day to day to day, so you always listen to this music, this right. artist, and then plus what I do with the independent artists, I really don't listen to too much shit anyway after that, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. but as uh, listening to them, they all skill, you know what I mean? They all fucking skill, and I fuck with them. Is Slaughterhouse better than G-Unit? Mm -hmm. Lyrically, hell yeah. Lyrically, yeah. Lyrically, hell yeah, lyrically. Hits, no. Hits, no. Uh, lyrically, bar for bar, yeah. Uh, you didn't really have that too many. Tony Ayo, he wasn't trash. really trash, bro. Yeah. Trash. Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks. Banks was nice, bro. He was nice. He was nice. I feel he was like nice. 50 Cent. But, 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 but it's going to fall off after that. Young Buck? It's going to fall off after that. Buck had that one, buck one get out. That, that Buck album was fire, yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying, like, them niggas had, like, the best. That BET cypher was probably the best BET cypher ever with the Slaughterhouse and Eminem. That was, that shit was crazy. Eminem will be a part of Slaughterhouse. That's what I'm saying. But he wasn't doing it, though. Wasn't that the whole reason why the whole shit fell apart? But you said G Universe Slaughterhouse. You said if you G Universe Slaughterhouse. So that's Eminem is in that Slaughterhouse. Plus 50 and the rest of G Unit. It's like if you said the Eastsiders or Dollhouse, right. you might have to include Snoop Dogg with them too. Excellent okay, point, yeah, I think the Eastsiders over the Slaughterhouse. No. The Eastsiders over Slaughterhouse. I'm taking the Eastsiders over Slaughterhouse. Yeah, I'm taking the Eastsiders over Snoop, yeah, you know he's part of that. The Eastsiders got better music than Slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I agree, I agree yeah. all day. But they're not they're not better lyrically. But it's a whole no. different type of rhyming. Right. Yeah. 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 You know. Depends on what you want to do. Ain't nothing niggas gonna run up on Trey D. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's Joe won't be doing all that whining when Dre D walk up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 I got another one too, man. What would you do if a nigga sued you, nigga, for uh, posting your picture and nigga, another nigga took away you? Mm. So Nas is in a situation where you get, uh, got a. Uh, what is a lawsuit against him because he posted a picture with him and Tupac somebody else took he said that the picture was basically lost his value or some shit like that you know what I mean like like I think that's a hoe ass move to nigga how you gonna take a picture of another grown ass man and sue him cause he dropped the picture on mm -hmm. social media that shit fucking so what y'all think about that shit so somebody is suing Nas suing Nas for what, what is cause Nas posted a picture on Instagram or yeah posted a picture that he took I him guess he owned with him and Pac. Yeah, him There's and Pac. a picture of him and Pac that a photographer took, and the photographer is suing Nas. Yes, yes. posting the picture. Did the photographer like own the picture, like copyrighted and all that shit? Yeah, Possibly. Yeah, so yeah. if they did all that, then it's just, that's just business. That's business. Damn, that's pay that man. I mean, I love Nas's raps and rhymes <clears> and everything, but business is business. How did he get the picture from like his IG or something? They didn't say how he got the picture, but yeah. So you just take a picture of somebody. And sue them if they post the picture. Okay. Even if you're not in the picture, you just took it. How can you prove you took the picture? If, if he already had it copyrighted, yeah. like if he already had it filed and trademarked, and how can you trademark a picture of me? Right, that's me. That's my right. image. Right, that's, that's like stalking, my nigga. Like, so I'm paying you for my image. They made a deal with with the labels. I'm off your phone. 
At least they, you know, unless they made a deal with the labels, then they had. Like, it sucks. They had like he took the picture and it was a rare picture because they had Pac and Nas in it and they weren't necessarily getting it. So, so then he filed. So he <laughs> filed it. You know what I'm saying under like a it's rare type shit. And then when Nas posted it. Yeah, I, but I get it. It's, it's still Nas in the picture, so Nas yeah, should have the right to do exactly. it. Like, yeah. I'm not saying Nas should have the right, but right. I'm just Nigga. talking about the legal system work. But it's a it's a bunch of artists that do music and. They don't own this shit, so we don't give a fuck that you created, you That's wrote it, true, somebody true. else own it. You, no, you got to do what they say. It's true, the music, the image of me. Yeah, your like, words. They own your What's words. The they own your name. It's a big difference. Your words. I don't know. The image of me. They own your crazy. name too. Yeah. Though. If I'm not in the no, picture, but nigga, uh, image of me. I can say I didn't give you permission to take the picture. Right. right. Like how you see yeah. people be in videos that don't want to be in the videos that have to blur their faces out. Or they have to pay them. So yeah. you know what's crazy about that? So if, that's if that's sticky, man. if that's a thing, that means like if something was to happen to somebody and that was the only picture somebody had, their family couldn't get that picture because somebody That's crazy. That. Right. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's wow. some wild but, but, shit. But that's how it go though, because if something didn't happen, y'all wouldn't be making no fuss about this picture. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all wouldn't have shit to say, but now all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, so motherfuckers just that shit yeah. crazy, man. It's some wild shit, bro. Oh, man. That's a, a wild yeah, time. That's a but that's one of them conniving ass niggas. I've been around a nigga like that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, a nigga that is, a nigga that think he's smarter than what he really is. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. type of nigga? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like yeah. you just you're you're, oh, you're overly a businessman. <laughs> 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 Everything ain't no business opportunity. Right. You can't steal art from people. You can if you're like a label, but like a regular everyday month. Like it's a nigga out here right now that's checking if your if your auto buy shit is trademarked, mm -hmm. and if it's not, he gonna buy it. Yeah. And then when you try to do something with it, you're gonna have to come. You're gonna have to pay him. That type that's of nigga right. is never gonna win. Right. 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 That's that's not yeah. that you might think that that's smart business, my nigga, but that's gonna get you killed. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like I, I, I don't, I, I don't not know. that, and also like chances go round when you when you approach the world that way, the world approaches you the same way. So you think that's you winning on one end, and on the other end, this is the kind of person whose cars are always breaking down. Right, right. This is the kind of person where every time it's time to go on vacation. They got a five thousand dollar expense that just popped up. Right. But you can't put insurance on something that you don't that don't belong to you. So just because you file the paperwork on certain shit first, it does not necessarily mean that you own it. If there's things in place that shows that this property, piece of intellectual property, has been around longer uh, than you filed it for, so you filed it yesterday, but it's been around for ten years. Then right. the, the courts ain't gonna let you just steal, you know, steal are, are some you, shit from are you somebody. Crazy? No, they're not gonna it's let the American way. Not that well, this way. This country was founded upon principles like that. Are you shitting me? No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Motherfuckers, no, motherfuckers talk, been talk here before right they got here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but they have. There's integrity in certain businesses. It's, 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 it's not. It's not a monolith. Everything. Look, right. If a person been practicing business and emails under a logo title and everything, yeah. it's obviously been what they doing. Then now you want to go file a trademark on it? Right. No, there are there are parts of the court system that does have integrity. You know, what I mean, it, it ain't all hundred thousand percent bad. But the fact yeah. that you have to go to work to clear that up is it costs a lot of money, and yeah. you are probably not gonna go through yeah. it unless exactly. you really making money. Listen, off of it. Exactly. if a motherfucker do that, I agree, you scum of the earth. But 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 you know, business wise. You correct. You know what I'm saying? Those are the motherfuckers who sharpen me up. When I seen that scum shit go down, I'm like, you know what? I, I got to be on top of my shit now. Period. Mm -hmm. 
because there's snakes laying around. But I don't I don't worry about it too hard. I'm not finna go track you down, kill you, do none of that because of what Dewan said. Life is probably whooping that motherfucker's ass. Yeah. Because like Craig said earlier, can't nobody take me as I, I am who I am. Yeah. You can imitate it all day. It's called misappropriation of likeness. That's illegal. Yeah. yeah. So you unless you sign paperwork. With somebody saying, I own this image after I take it of you. You can't own an image of somebody. It's right, right. Definitely. Well, illegal. that's what we're saying. You know, yeah. Me and Duan, if, if he went that far with it, then he then, then he then he in the right. If he didn't, then 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 you're right. You know what I'm saying? Don't Games. try to own some shit that ain't yours. No, no, no. But when, okay, when you're a public figure, like the people that in that photo, it's kind of like when the Associated Press takes your picture. Like, you have to pay to license the picture, even if it's a view. Like, you have to do that. Right. And the dude... Uh, in 2017 is when he did all the paperwork for that. So he could post it, but he would have to pay a licensing fee or just get express written permission to actually post the picture. So uh-huh. the thing that I want to know, what, how, what if... The nigga said express written permission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's like the NBA come right there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the game went off. He had said that before to somebody. You don't got my express written permission. Think about California's verbal contracts are green, uh, are binding. Hell yeah. So we do a lot of talking on air, on radio. So that's binding. You know what I'm saying? So if I if 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 a nigga in Ohio starts saying we out there. We out there, mm-hmm. Dedrick Nation. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got millions of witnesses. You know, I think you got action in court. At, you know what I mean? But maybe you don't. I don't know. You don't. Maybe you don't. <laughs> you, don't you, you fucked. Like, yeah. Uh. Or, or, or if there's another country. It's like what you creating on in the United States don't really apply to what's happening in Australia. You got to go re-register everything right. that you establish here there, too. Mm-hmm. So they can create the exact same thing. You could be building, building, battling at the same time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. When shit makes sense that you say, I'd be happy. Like the end of Rudy, you motherfucker. Hey, when I understand this nigga, I think it's time to adjust my glasses. <laughs> thing, I should not understand him. <laughs> that should not make sense to my me. My brain grow like a mother. What you got for us, snaps? All right, man, let's get straight to the tree talk today. Uh, a poll says more Americans says it'd be better if people use marijuana. You got this information from a poll? No, no, no. Nigga, was on the poll? Everything, bro. Ting. <laughs> <laughs> he got all that from a ting. <laughs> got it. <laughs> now the poll says uh, more Americans say it'd be better if people switch to marijuana instead of alcohol. Um, um, they they said pretty much marijuana has no overdose, no record of overdose, and it came from because different states, such as uh, Massachusetts, says since they legalized oh, marijuana, Massachusetts, yeah, yeah, there's two Massachusetts. 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 That's what I'm saying. That tree talk. 
But they say since they legalized marijuana, more revenue has been, uh, they've, they've created more revenue for marijuana than alcohol. The taxes beat out the alcohol for the first time, and uh, drunk driving ac- drunk driving accidents in Idaho decreased since hey. they legalized marijuana. Fuck what they're talking about. Niggas say you can't get no accident off marijuana. They lying. Yeah. Huh. No, they said it. They said it, but no, they said it decreased. Right. It Man, decreased. One time I was so high driving, nigga, that I'm in my car. I'm on the freeway in my car, and I start ducking. Shit outside. But I'm, sh- I'm sure niggas that had some uh, worse drunk driving stories though. Hell yeah. I you know what I mean? I'm making this fucking light burn my goddamn eyes, and I'm mad I ain't got my glasses on right now. My eyes is boiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, like, that nigga went to Massachusetts. Yeah. My nigga is but those are two different classes, man. Mar- marijuana and alcohol. Alcohol is in the same class as uh, heroin. You know what I'm saying? For real? Man, when I first learned it, that fucked me up. I'm like, heroin? Mm. How do you compare that to the bottle? But both of them chemically, you know what I'm saying, you get your body chemically dependent. You know what I'm saying? Marijuana don't do that, man. You know, you know it alters your, you know, your mind a little God, bit and body. So yeah, you pour, definitely. You pour switch. Um, I'm, I mean, it's, you know, do what you do. I think you shouldn't do nothing if you can help it. But if you had to pick one or the other, I definitely smoke. You can stop that cold turkey on your own if you need alcohol. It doesn't work like that. Your body, your body. You can stop if you want to, and then your body tighten up on your ass. Right. Fuck you up, and you know what I'm saying. You know. Hey, it's all bad on an alcohol. Yeah, how you detox, Otto? <laughs> <laughs> I, I never had to. I, I don't. I, I, I don't do drugs. My nigga's immune. <laughs> <laughs> so what do y'all think, man? Y'all with that? Y'all I think, think we gonna have to be uh, driving uh, automatic driving cars now because of the results that's gonna happen. Like people gonna be forward. Everybody gonna start smoking weed. Once we start, everyone smoking weed like regularly and it's common. Then police are gonna start sh- shutting shit down. Motherfuckers can't drive and high. How you gonna smoke all day? You can't legally can't drive. And they smoke. doing that it's now in California. Barely, but it's gonna get serious. You like, checkpoints and yeah, shit. Right. You better I mean, not smoke in your car out here. Don't yeah. never have police. If you're in California, you think it's all good. No, it ain't. The motherfuckers will give you a DUI for being high. Yeah. You know they have checkpoints. Don't be smoke. Don't be hot boxing in the car earlier in the day to get out driving. Smoke outside your car. Put get some eye drops, change your shirt so you ain't smelling like that shit. I think you can beat that, huh? I think yeah. I can beat that. Yeah, you can't beat. I'm, uh, I'm a designated. Who wants to deal with all cost all to spend all that money to beat it? Yeah, or even just deal with it to begin with. Just no, like, I think it's easier to beat that. Alcohol, they will test you right on the spot. You're drunk, motherfucker. We're done here. Yeah. We, I'm the designated driver for Otto and his homies. They get high as a motherfucker. I just right. dropped them low high motherfuckers off, and and that's it. 
That's why my car smell like this now. If I, swear I agree, to... but like, but after you <laughs> go to court, car, after you go to court six times, <laughs> after you go to court six times to say that, all I'm saying is to avoid going to court six times to prove yourself that you legal. Don't do certain shit in California, man. Don't right, like and and that's the other thing I want to say. If you do, make sure you know the, the law, man, because they be. I think they added laws because of it. I got they got me for smoking in the park. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they do. They pull me up. They said, "Don't smoke in the park. Don't smoke in the car. Don't smoke." But it's legal. So I asked Colorado them. Colorado increased prison sentences over jail, over, over uh, weed after they legalized this shit. That's crazy. I went to court. He threw it out. He was like, "Man, don't smoke in parks. Get out of here." I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, yeah. So be careful with that, bro. Because I asked him, "How you gonna legalize it?" And we can't smoke well, it. It could be a felony if you're if you're under twenty one well, in California. You smoke weed, you'd be a felony. Back to my point was people gonna be driving electric cars because or an Motherfucker, automatic, automatic cars. If we make people do that, alcohol been around forever. <laughs> we ain't been needing no electric. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, Killing not, motherfucker. Not electric, automatic driving. Oh, y'all y'all down with them cars? Automatic cars, you'll get it. I'm saying, like, yeah. said all this, everything lost. Yeah, this is seven dollars a gallon. Yeah. But, yeah. but you'll get in a car that will drive you automatically no. without you being able to control you it. You ever been on an airplane? You motherfuckers be on autopilot, nigga. My pilots be up there asleep. Yeah. It ain't that I believe you, but I mean, my car drive itself. I let that shit roll. Turn it in the Take it to Yeah, I'm not doing it, bro. Cause you can hack it. I saw this lady next to me. She pulled her computer out and her Tesla, her Tesla backed out her garage. The door opened. She got in the car and drove off. She opened right. it up from a, from a little computer. Right. I think that shit could be hacked. You know what yeah, I mean? Of I don't want somebody who's got the laptop on your ass. Can you imagine? You be you imagine being in? Can you imagine being in a in a Uber? Hacker nigga take him on a high speed show. Exactly, exactly. You know, went through all the lights. You know what I'm saying? Police chasing your ass down the freeway. Like they pay a lot of money to suppress them stories and hassles be getting attacked act like a motherfucker. Hell yeah, So, so Blaze, you want to afford? Brought and made you one. You wouldn't accept it. I'll accept anything. Girl hacked your shit and right. Drove you to church. Wait till the other bitch got in the car. Oh, Drove you to the family reunion. Locked you inside. They say what? Seven years. All the cars gonna be electric. Yeah, uh, that's some dope. Twenty thirty, huh? That nigga Blaze got a car like Night Rider. Yeah, I do. He <laughs> said I do. I, I got that. Yeah. The real pine, the real uh, Pontiac. He got Blaze got fifty cars. There's fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Whole new alternator in there. Is <laughs> 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 it crank up? Is crank up? I'm like a GTA garage. Limo, doom buggy, scooter, Corvette. We got four shows. That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah, my bad. Man, Sauce Walker, man. Sauce Walker said. He don't put 
Sauce Walker, dude from Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, crazy, loud, out of control ass nigga. Anyway, that nigga say he don't pump his own gas, man. He make all his girls get out and pump the gas for him, right? This nigga went so far as to say that he'd make Rihanna (laughs) get out and pump his gas for him. What y'all think about that, man? I don't know, It's the duty, man. It's the duty, man. It's like you ain't proving. What are you proving? What are you proving? Yeah. What, what are you proving? Like he just he ain't he can't I mean, prove nothing. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm but, saying, but I'm saying, but like I I know I be hearing cats talk like that, man. Like as a man, I don't want a woman doing no, no shit like that for right. me, nigga. Right. Right. man. I'm, I'm a nigga, no. I don't want to pump my motherfucking my my, that, my grandma may have me pumping her gas at your plate, but not pump your gas. Oh no, nigga, no. I ain't let nobody fix it. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga be out the barbecue sometimes. Nah, like as a man, I don't let no. I ain't gonna let no woman take out no trash. I ain't gonna let no woman do a lot of shit that requires lifting. I don't want no. What do you want? Do you, I want a woman around me? I'm no extra man. There's a lot of shit women do do well that I ain't fucking with. You do, do that woman shit. I ain't doing that shit. Straight up. But, but <laughs> you ugly, show. You ugly. I have more pussy than you have. Your face looks like a pussy. You better be lost away, nigga. Shut up, Teddy Pinder Press. Your shirt is like a haunted house, motherfucker. Fuck you. Have you lost weight, bro? Your ankles look that. like this. What the fuck are you talking about? You saw them weak ass crocs? You got crocs, nigga. You got them fly swatters, bro. Fly swatters. But hey, show. Show, show. These crocs are prettier than you. So all these niggas are fine? That's what you're saying? No, I'm saying you're ugly. I know. All right, so what you saying about Stop throwing in me. Nah, nah, I'm just saying. You always call me ugly. No, I'm saying you're ugly. We're talking about time, though. I don't think that's your breast smell like garbage truck juice, nigga. You got a breath, right, nigga? He knows what garbage uh, truck juice tastes like, though. <laughs> this nigga Otto, man. Whatever Otto said, whatever Otto one time? Uh, you Why you got them tongue of earrings in, my nigga? What are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> them little ass earrings, nigga. They look like binder, uh. Like binder spiral, nigga. The binder spirals. And they got a spiral notebook. Uh, good. <laughs> 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 nigga, earrings is little, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't wore hoops in a long time. Man. When last time you wore some hoops? Oh, uh, man, when, when, when Jodeci was out. <laughs> <laughs> Stay. Yeah. 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 yeah, when they had their first album or two, man. Uh, uh, or the sh- Studs the sh- only, man. Studs only. Hoops. What was the question again? We was talking about uh, a woman pumping your gas. You let a woman pump oh, your of gas? Course <laughs> of course I would. Of course I would. I don't get the sexism, Duane. 
You don't know what, what she want to do and what she want, don't want to do. I don't want no woman that wants to pump gas. Get the fuck out of here. So you, you, you would let her change her tire? If y'all had a flat, you would let her change her tire? You let her push while you, you was know, holding it? The woman I'm dealing with, some women is into that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah all, some women are. Right. Uh, all the these women out here ain't dainty, part. do everything. So you run, out of, you run out of gas, you tell them, baby, go push the car, I'm going to drive this yeah, shit. I'm steering. I'm steering. Ain't the booty. The one you hate white people and these rules you follow on are chivalry rules. And they're not right about everything, Duan. I know you think white people know everything. Europeans ain't got no damn chivalry. They invented the shit you're talking about right now. That shit came out. That shit came out of Morris year. White people used to hit their bitches with they over there in the club like you. Eddie Kit. I'm talking about what we practice here. That comes from the Moors. They got it from the English. They got it from the era. The English was the Britons. The Britons were some niggas, man. The British are white. Yeah. The Britons look yeah. like you, niggas. Uh, uh, Read uh, ancient and modern with, with little earrings. Read ancient and modern Britons. Three thousand years ago. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the shit that we got going right now. I'm talking about four hundred years ago. Where you think them crackers got it from? They didn't create it. Chivalry, how we practice it here in America. They didn't have first of all, hold on, Craig. They didn't have no goddamn gas pumps back then, nigga. Uh, but what I'm saying is the whole yeah, whales the and pills gesture. The the because you said something else. You didn't just say pump gas. You said take out the trash. Lift no, this shit. Women, I lift, women don't lift shit around me. That shit come from Bobby Blue Blair. Tell him. That come from my mama, nigga. Uh, <laughs> that shit come from my mama. Don't, my daddy. Just, women I, don't lift shit around me. I, I love the notion, but I just think the idea behind it is wrong. I'm looking for a woman got to be a team player, man. If she got to lift something, bitch, squat and lift like me. Yeah. Oh, she definitely a team player. Because if you leave me, you get half. You know the best part about it? Like, this this one. <laughs> <question. laughs> No bitch ever been to court like, well, you know what he, you know what the nigga did pump gas twenty times and took out the trash. He lifted everything. So I don't want fifty. I only want the The exchange is when the woman is like washing dishes and doing all that paperwork bullshit. I'm playing PlayStation. Right. I don't do certain shit. I don't do. So she can't play PlayStation. She can play if she want to. No, no but certain shit I don't do around the house. But certain shit I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna never let that woman do. Ever. <laughs> I mean, I get it though. You want to treat your woman the right way. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying we don't want some of these women thinking out here that if a man don't do it, he's a bad man. I feel you. That's right. your choice on how you do it, but that's not the yeah. way that everybody should. No, that's no, different. Craig, one hundred percent right. Yeah. My only thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm out here to tell the, to tell the dudes though. Stop asking. Don't be expecting man shit from your woman. And then run around and wonder why she treats you like a bitch sometimes. Because a lot of these dudes, you see these relationship coach niggas that be out here talking all that shit. Talk about what women need to do. Women don't treat me this way. Women don't treat me that way. Because you act like a bitch. Right. Do you think more men check each other about that or women check the men about that? I think men check each other. Mm. I about think niggas trying to get your bra is going to bring shit up. Like, they do this fucking guy. check each other. <laughs> you know, niggas that want your bitch always try to create doubt about you to the bitch. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Until the bitch realize you ain't shit. You ain't shit either. President. Hey, you right though about that? Yeah. yeah. yeah man. And and for the record, uh, a man can't check another man. A man can only correct another man. We correct each other. We man. correct each other. I think men, I think men hold each other more accountable than women hold each other accountable. Because yeah, definitely, women don't have accountability <laughs> or the ability to reason. Not even a regular one. Not the garbage over here. I'm just saying, man. Unreasonable. Yeah. If a chick would just just came in your house and just knocked the garbage over and then sat down. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because the only women that deserve that kind of treatment are the ones that earn it. Yeah. You don't want the ones that doing some bullshit. You got women doing some bullshit like that saying, "Treat me like a queen, nah, bitch. Treat you like a bus seat." It come down. It come down how you how you. Yourself, you can't right. do no right. shit like that. Say, Treat me like a queen, bitch. What's the pussy is fire. <laughs> She's got a, t- a twitch where she just knock garbage off. What the fuck, man? What, what the fuck, nigga? Talking about it as much. I don't know, nigga. I don't know, nigga. You pick up the trash. I'm saying, all the U.S. are that weird ass bullshit. It was fire, right? Fire, yeah. Real close with her dog growing up, so she got a lot of bad habits that dogs have. So you, like, how did you know that the pussy was fire? You hit it, right? Yeah, I'm a hit bitch. Okay. Not over garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you hit it. Okay. Okay. You, you already been out there. You as long as none of the trash hits you, it's not disrespectful. Yeah, you got a mop after this? Like, oh, hey, Grady, do, 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 do,
Or no, you no, got to be no, abiding no. by the laws of man for me to treat you like a woman. Wow. If you acting like a little girl, you don't get open doors, bitch. <laughs> I might make you get out through the sunroof. <laughs> 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 you giving a boost? Are you giving a boost? Get in and out through the sunroof, bitch. Yeah, every woman don't get the open door chill. I'm just saying, we gonna treat women like people. We gotta be fair. I'm not playing by we. We gotta be playing by the same rules in the same game. You ever yeah, been? You ever, you ever been with a woman who didn't, who didn't, who didn't deserve the door treatment? Well, once I realize she don't deserve the door treatment, I bounce. There you go. I'm not going to waste my time with a woman that don't deserve the door that, treatment. Because that, that'd be a nigga that'd be complaining about women. I ain't yeah. going to that, sit there that, That's me day. right there all day. The door treatment ain't for a woman. The door treatment is for me. I don't do that for her. You know what I'm saying? I open that door for a woman to slide in there so she can already be prepared in case anything else happens. It's a security measure for me. Right, right. So right. any woman that's with me. You know what I'm saying? If she ain't that, she ain't even gonna be with me. So yeah, we ain't even, she, so, out, she out of here. Yeah, she out of here. Sometimes I can tell when y'all niggas talking like it's a bitch you know watching. <laughs> you, better, you better get your hands off that dough when you round me. Fuck that. Every time, I, every time I'm here, a woman is watching. So you gotta, you gotta say, you gotta say that every show. But you hit on, you hit on a good point though. It's again, it goes back to what you uh, opened up with, Craig. It's those who deserve it. If they don't, if they, because some women don't have that energy. It's like some chicks. You, you, we all experienced that. You, might, yeah. you don't want to do nothing because they just the energy's all like something like that. Get them out of here. Some women are predators with their sexuality. That's true. They're yeah. predators oh, with their pussy. Straight up. Yeah, you, do, straight you never up. open the door for a predator. <laughs> what they gonna do when they, when they get to yeah, yeah. They're gonna kill you. Man. There's some bad bitches who are look who are trying to kill niggas off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't be nice to those type of bitches because they always are subject or under the rule of a nigga that's disrespecting the fuck out of them. Yeah, I don't even and fuck with them. You're not going to nice your way into a scandalous bitch's good grace. <laughs> make that Say bitch, that again? Make that bitch get out through the sun. No, say that. The scandalous bitch's grace. You got to say that. Say that again. What did I say? You can't nice your way into a scandalous bitch's good grace. You can't nice your way into a scandalous bitch's good grace. Get out through the sun. Scandalous. Get out through the sun. I may make her take out the back seats and crawl out through the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you, if you make me work, I'm going to make you work, bitch. Straight up. Nah. Wait, you going to make her, if she take out the back seat, she's outside the car. So you going to make her get back in the car and no, then go no, out the trunk? No, no, she got to pull the back seats down, crawl into the trunk, and then wait for me to come around and pop the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're going to be an expert contortionist fucking with me, man. You're going to know how to fold your body up in all type of I'm just saying. Just ladies, if you're listening, it's very important to learn how to set the tone so a man knows what type of woman you are. Cause a nigga, I'm telling you, you the nigga that you really want, that all, cause all these bitches are chasing the same nigga. Right. Yeah. They all want the same nigga. They want the successful, handsome, you know, motherfucker that's gonna make their life the easiest. Mm -hmm. And it's only like maybe out of ten, two niggas like that. So it's a hundred bitches chasing two niggas. And then there's us. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not the two. I know niggas like to think they the two, but no. I've been around some real rich niggas. Ain't nobody in this room rich like that. I've been around some niggas that change bitches' lives. Not with their mouthpiece, but with their wallet. So this is the nigga that these bitches are changing, and I've seen how they act around these niggas. And they don't act like that for us. You feel act, what I'm saying? Act like what? Nigga, uh, act how they act for them. I need examples, bro. Nigga, I, shit, nigga, nigga. Hey, some of the niggas I be around, nigga, I know a nigga with three wives. Let them live. Y'all all know him. OG, nigga. I mean, I don't think they're his wives, but they his bro. <laughs> yeah. They be with him everywhere he go, nigga. Yeah. And, these, and, and, and I know you, know, you see cats on that level, and they put, they'll play at one of them parties. They'll play right in front of them. It ain't nothing gonna be said. Ain't nothing gonna be said <laughs> right there. It ain't no. Uh, it ain't when you that type of nigga. It, it ain't you. You don't have to convince a bitch on nothing. Your dick ain't even gotta be fired to a bitch. You know what I'm saying? You are you are you are able to change her life and the life of her seeds. And you have generational wealth. So they fall in line to that. But there's only two niggas out of every ten that got that going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, and they be buying off the family. <laughs> they be chipping off mama, daddy, brother. <laughs> Why don't you? You better trip that nigga, right? <laughs> you know, so... Uh, and them niggas, the two out of ten niggas, they're not getting doors for bitches. <laughs> they're not. They're not getting doors for bitches. That's very true. You know what they're doing? They're waiting by the door, and another nigga's opening yeah. the door and letting everybody into the car. We have the niggas yet. The doors at the doors, and somebody opening every door they go in, somebody walking in, opening every door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So you think that bitch is wondering why the nigga don't get the door for me? It's another nigga to get the door. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, these rules only apply to common folk, man. We common folk. You think a, 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 a nigga, a bitch with a rich nigga, give a fuck if he know how to change brakes? The goal, fellas, is to get yourself in a position where none of these bullshit rules apply to you, man. There you go. Don't let yeah. no bitch nitpick at your manhood. Right. She didn't sculpt you, nigga. Your mother and father created you. God put that seed in your peoples. They made you. That bitch didn't make you. Stop bowing down to these uh, devil of oh, devil ass bitches, man. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, man. <laughs> 
She loved bow down there. It doesn't make sense, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It don't make sense, man. Ain't no real niggas gonna bow anyway. Ain't nobody gonna bow. You know what I'm saying? There's some women that's stronger than niggas. There's some of them out there. They can't make a nigga bow. Don't bow. Craig, tell the truth to the women who are like that. If a man actually does bow down to you, then he may not be what you're looking for. That's why why they're always single. Right. Right. Anyone who, any of us who grew up in church, you see women in church all the goddamn time, walking around the church, humming it, humming it, humming it, I'm this, I'm that. But they always goddamn single because right. they want nigga or nigga that the nigga that you want ain't gonna bow down to you. Right. right, or they settle for some loser. Yeah, you know, marry him and call it a day. Right, you know what I'm saying? Say fuck it. You know what I mean? But yeah, like you said though, man, ain't no, ain't no real woman want a man bowing down because it ain't a real man at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I, when, when, I, when, when black women do it, what I think that they're subconsciously doing, and the good ones don't do this. Yeah, the good ones, the good ones don't do it. But what they're subconsciously saying is, I know we lost the white supremacy, nigga, so I don't have to listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't think about that. Man. You didn't protect me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm dating a bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bitches, black bitches date black bitches because we lost the white supremacy. Real tough. I think about because everybody's saying they born gay, but that ain't what it is. Some of you bitches know we lost and probably ain't gonna be able to win the fight, and you fucking with bitches because you lost your faith in niggas because you know we don't run the world. I think I think that more like that than are born gay in our community. That's yeah. a good point. Some crossovers. I really do, man. I, mm-hmm. I, that's probably some way out shit to say, bro. But mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's yeah. one of the things where it, it could be it could be down there deep in the subconscious. It could be. I'm not gonna say that. Because when women like sometimes when women fuck with when, when women of our race fuck with people of other races, it's not a problem. But they're somehow magically able to change their energy. This is this bitch don't fuck with niggas. Right. She don't even gotta tell you. Right. Yeah. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you ever yeah, been around yeah, yeah. Yeah. I ain't even gonna try. You I, know she I, did right. right. I know it is. Cause they be mean as hell when it comes to brothers, but when the minute a white dude come around, they all yeah. they all chipper and shit. Maybe <laughs> like maybe if you treated brothers like that, you get that a, a premium brother. Yeah. That's just like yeah. I like when they be. Do- oh. Oh okay. We want to go ahead. That's how, like, when I was, like, that time when I was, like, when you, when you be in a club and you just see that one white boy in the club and all the uh, hood bitches be on that nigga trying to yeah. dance with him and shit like that. Yeah. It's, like, that kind of, like, is the same situation now. Yeah. 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 That shit, it'd be crazy. I'm like, damn, I'm just trying to dance with this bitch all night. This white party where I'm going to be doing the butterfly. Tell them Let me ask you this. No. So, it's a lot of people who say it's uh, somebody out there for everybody. Right? right, but if all these people chasing the same person, do they got the wrong idea about who they think is for them? Yeah, of course, yeah, of course, that's, that's, of course. That's, people, that's the problem. People, the women, women are raised on Cinderella. 
They think they think that story's for everybody. That story's for them. No, no, no. You ain't you ain't Cinderella. You know what I mean? Mm. You Tim Allen and Pumbaa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a different story. That's why I tell people: in order to find the best relationship for you, you got to get in touch with yourself. Same with dudes. You talking you, about masturbating? Nah. <laughs> And that same with dudes. Like you are seeing, you are seeing dudes going around talking about uh, that. You, you, I mean, how many times you, you grew up hooping as a teenager, and you're all grown ass men talking about how fine these women are. They body this, they body that. Then you see them at the wall. They, they woman. And they woman look like Homer Simpson. <laughs> like, we see this shit all the goddamn time. Niggas, uh, niggas, be, niggas always just talking one thing, but then they really fucking with something else. Right. So when it come down to it, just be like what you like. Like, stop making who you like to impress other niggas. Mm. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? That's right. what our niggas do. They be like, they, they want to yeah, right. impress other niggas with what they... Right. No, the, what like you got all, is for right. you. And most of us do. You can like a Mercedes, but your wallet says... Hyundai, or, or you know what I'm saying? But that's where I. That's differ, all right. That's where I differ from most niggas. I think Blaze does in a way. My my, like I'm past the look shit. Oh yeah. man, you better it's believe. It's really it. look. Your number one chick should be your ride or die. Period. Yeah. That's what that's what niggas should be impressed by. Period. Not the way she look, but is this this she's, this motherfucker really ride or die? That nigga Craig can do Craig facts, and his bitch came up here and hosted Craig facts, mm. and was funny. <laughs> you feel? I mean, that would be impressive yeah, yeah, yeah. to me if I was one of y'all. Like, that's an impressive motherfucker. Yeah. That's a keep that, you know. So you need to, you need ones that are ride or die for you. Straight yeah. up. And the problem is most brothers aren't equipped to understand how to how to find that. One. Right, sure. right. Sure. You know, so we're gonna wrap up the show. Tell them where they can find you, man. Pen Roethlisberger on IG, Snaptastic underscore Pen. <clears throat> Dina Collective album coming real soon, y'all. Uh, thank you. You think you write all the time? Well, I write more. Up. Hey, you already know what it is. Bad boy Blaze. Shout out to myself. Double uh, O B L Z at Instagram. Holla backwards. Peace. Hey, young world. Young world. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I mean, what you was I know. I, I'm just waiting for the laughter to, you know, die down so I can continue. So hello, oh, hello world. Find me on Instagram at its Autobots. Find me on YouTube Autobots. Um, Autobots O T T O. Spell it backwards. It's the same. You did. Thank you for that insight. Others, some don't know. Hide your kids, hide your wife. You already know what it is, man. It's your boy, The Real DJ Show, man. Make sure y'all uh, check out my first episode, man. Uh, the Top 10 Music Video Countdown. I did my first episode, dropped it this morning. Oh, that's dope. Man. Yeah, yeah, appreciate dope. it. Dope. Thank you. I appreciate mm -hmm. it, my first episode created you know what i mean and uh, i just plan on bringing the uh the feel back where when we were kids running home to watch 106 in park and see what yeah, the yeah. hottest artists and uh, i plan on having interviews on there too like you know um you know interviewing people like not just artists like businesses you know what i'm saying basically get game and put it on my platform you know mm -hmm. thank you appreciate it so if anybody in la or out of la trying to get that you know what i'm saying interview let me know um also um make sure y'all check it tap into planet radio you know, uh, on uh, YouTube, 
And go to PlanetRadioStation.com if you need a write-up on your album, mixtape, blog, single, or if you need radio play. It's show. So if you don't sit still, we're going to have to put you on a leash, dog. You can't keep wagging your tail and, and patting your leg the whole damn time. I know I gave you enough uh, uh, puppy chow. <laughs> we should be good. Settle. You know what I'm saying? And bark. One six and bark. Oh, somebody said that. That's funny as fuck. That's, yeah. that's, funny. that's hilarious. Shout out to the Craig Factors, JJS Smith. Ty. All right, man. Uncle Ty Comedy, IG, Facebook, Twitter. Check the album out. Um, it's called I'm Out There. Today is Taco Tuesday, so get you some tacos and shit like that. Um, oh, man, uh, hit me up in the inbox, man. I'm about to be shooting a, a competition show. Need some contestants, man. So I'll let your boy, what y'all finna do on YouTube? I'm out there. Shout out to I'm Out There Nation. I know you're out there. What kind of competition? Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, that, that part's under wraps. You want to be out there or yeah. not? Yeah. You're just out there, there like, be a contestant. Yeah, just, yeah be a contestant. Yeah. I love it. It's going to be a headband tying contest. Uh, <laughs> they going to have a blank off. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a potato salad eating contest and Duong going to blow us all out. You're a grown ass man. You're a full grown puppy. The niggas going to do time sushi rolls. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Are you out there or not? Are you out there? You know what I'm saying? On a Saturday. All of that. All of that. On Saturdays. Taco Tuesday, sushi Saturdays. We'll have a shit off. Yeah. Yeah. So you can shit till they run out of breath the longest. Shh. Gotta be a winner, gotta be a loser. Uh, we gonna have uh, shit nothing go to my YouTube channel Dewan B on YouTube got a whole bunch of shit I be breaking stuff down in a deeper context and details and all that shit and then we gonna be live Craig Facts gonna be live go to CraigFacts.com and all that shit follow the Instagram yeah, all that man yeah, uh, Ty got a patent on the fingerless shush mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you Fingerless got a lisp. And Dewan Shush is heavy than a motherfucker. It's funny because if you we have the captions and 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 everybody else is just it's sh Todd's is th. Nigga, you let a nigga season your flat top.
So be it. Check it out. Auto. Check it out. So be it. Y'all smash the like button. Tell your mama to smash the like button. April 9th, if I owe you something. Come to the show and get it from me. Where's it going to be at? It's going to be at Studio 54, downtown LA. Tickets will be on soon in the next couple days. Oakland, San Diego coming too. Man, make sure y'all come fuck with it, man. It's going to be a live taping too, all of them. So you might want to check it out. You know what I'm saying? Interact with us, man. Tickets on the website. Yeah. Um, Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow yeah, man. I did an episode with my father and Dewan's father. Fine. It's going to air tomorrow, man. Make sure y'all check that out, man. 3.30. You know what I'm saying? Pretty Smitty from Detroit City. I had my nephew. My nephew was with him because my father takes care of my nephew. My nephew's autistic. So a couple of times during the show, he got up and, you know. He's a child with autism. Yeah, he's probably. a child with autism. He can't talk, so he got up a few times. Y'all might think it's funny, but that's my nephew. Yeah. Love you, Amari. So, yeah, uh, it's a dope episode. Yeah, Pops pops and Pops talking about uh, life in the 60s and the 70s. It's like, come and get that information in that game, like, from the people who was there, man. Don't let these suckers rewrite history. Listen to the cast that was there. They they, they gave some dope-ass information. Hell, yeah. It's some real dope information, actually. I think y'all really going to enjoy it, man. Uh, watch that. Check out the website. Check Buy the merch. Uh... I got so much shit coming. I'm gonna drop a stand-up special too in a couple months. Hell yeah. Chill Never Withers is basically damn near done, so. Uh, and more content more content to come, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, a whole lot more content to come, man. So, uh, yeah, support. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Follow you something. Get it from God. God, God, God! Hell yeah. That'd be fun. Hallelujah. That'd be the cave back with that one. Yeah. Okay. That'd be <laughs>